Columbia Lions football is on the air. Tonight's game on WKRM is being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, by Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, by Ten Pin Alley, by Fast Stop Markets, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, by Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, by Murray Regional Medical Center, by Quick Mart, by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, by First Farmers, by The Garbage Man, and by Caledonian Financial. And now to the field for tonight's game, here's Lewis and Lee Maddox. And welcome in, everyone. It's week five of the Tennessee high school football season coming you tonight from under the Friday night lights in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, where your Columbia Central Lions will face off against the Lawrence County Wildcats. Hello again, everyone. Lee Maddox and my son and former Lion great Lewis Maddox will bring you the call at the top of the hour in this all-important Region 5. 5A game. Both teams are 2-2 two two on the season, but Lawrence County is 1-0 and o in the region. In one. Tonight's really... Uh, both teams 2-2. Two and two. Coming into the... Um, you know, it's, it's a very, very... Not so much region-wise, but uh, for these Lions, uh, coming off of a really heartbreaking loss last week at home, uh, a game that, that those guys, you know, through three quarters, three and a half quarters, really thought that they'd come away with a victory in that one uh, and kind of had it taken away from them on a couple of mistakes, you know, not being ready for that onside kick and then uh, the, just the mistake of, of the penalties that we had going through right after that onside kick, actually, the personal foul that, that put uh, Shelbyville in really good position to go down there and, uh, and score the game-winning touchdown and... Um, you know, I, I think Columbia's got a good shot tonight, and I think that they have had a good week of practice. They should uh, be in prime position to come away from this ball game tonight here in Lawrenceburg uh, with a victory. Columbia in only their second road game of the season. You'll recall we, we got that free home game against Hunters Lane a, a couple of weeks ago, and they but they travel again next week to Tullahoma, so two games back-to-back here on the road. And Columbia, of course, as you say, the heartbreaking loss last week at home to Shelbyville, 29-27, to and that puts them 0-1 in the region, but a great chance to get in that win column tonight. in the region because, you know, Lawrence County's already, uh, they, they defeated Lincoln County. So they've got a win in the region. They're one in that uh, Columbia's, they're going to want to get this win tonight to get in that region, uh, in, in that talking uh, scenario of, you know, who's going to be there at the end of the season, you know, for the playoffs. So you know how important these games are. And, and we, we had the chance to uh, visit with Coach head coach Tredarius Golf earlier on his comments on tonight's game. Joining me here just before the game at Lawrence County is head coach of the Columbia Central Lions, Tredarius Golf. Coach Golf, uh, I know last week is not the way 
we wanted to see that game end. That that had to be uh, disappointing, but also uh, you, you learn from that. I know you were able to utilize that this week in practice to get ready for another region opponent, opponent Lawrence County. And I know your team's ready for tonight's game, right? Uh, yes, most definitely. Uh, we're ready, you know. Um, we had a great week of practice. Uh, we prepared well. Guys was locked in. Um, and to lose, the, you know, coming off the loss that we had last week, um, you know, we played a good game. But I preached to them, you know, good just ain't good enough. We got to do better. We got to cut down on mistakes, penalties, um, key in on special teams. You know, we got to, like I said, I think in the previous weeks, uh, we got we to gotta win on all three phases of the game if you want to win the game. And that's what it takes. So you, you're halfway tonight after tonight you're halfway of the season your team's two and two and and i'm assuming you're feeling more comfortable with your players your coaches as as you prepare for this game tonight and really the next you know the next five weeks it's going to determine you know how you end up in the year but also able to go into that second season that we talk about but tell me how you're feeling about being the head coach now and, and with your team and with your coaches? Um, you know, um, you know, at first when I, I got it, you know, I was I was comfortable. Um, you know, it was new to me, so I was it was a learning curve as well. Um, dealing with paperwork, um, the other 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 things we have to do as a head coach. Um, but as we progressed, I, I got I got good coaches who are able to, you know, coach position groups. So I'm able to move around and oversee everything and um, make sure I know what's going on uh, throughout the whole process. So that, that helps me, and, and that gives me opportunity to get comfortable with my players and trust my coaches that, to know that they're doing their job when I walk around and see them uh, teaching the kids, not just drilling, but actually correcting them and teaching them what's wrong and what's right. So, you know, um, but this going into the fifth game of the season, uh, I feel I feel very comfortable as the head coach of Columbia Central High School football, and, and I, I feel comfortable that, my staff and the kids know the importance of this game um, and the rest of the season because I told them, you know, we had two slip-ups and now we don't have room for error. If we want to do what we want to do, host a home playoff game or this or that, we, we don't have room for error anymore. You know, we, we, we slipped up twice, so it's time to lock in and, and be focused and, and get the job done. And that starts tonight with a, a, an opponent we hadn't faced, I don't think, uh, and as far as Columbia, at least in a regular season. They've had some scrimmages with them over the years in Lawrence County. Uh, but I think the last time you really played was 2018. Uh, and But a team that likes to run the ball, they've got a wing tee, uh, so, you know, your defense is, it should be ready to maybe step up in the hole, right, and stop stop those that run game. Yeah, most definitely. Um, we, we Our D, like I said, we've been practicing all week going against the wing tee. Um, the guys on uh, the scout team offense, they've been practicing hard, giving us a good look. Um, the defense been stepping up, filling holes like they're supposed to as the week. And I always say, you know, Monday it's a little, it's a little, because you introducing something new. Tuesday should be better than Monday, and then when Wednesday come around, we ought to be rolling and hitting on all cylinders. And that's kind of how I, I, how we prepare throughout the week. And and we got guys who who should, who will be able to step up and, and make plays. Uh, you'll see Jason Barnett a little bit of line Sam linebacker tonight. Um, he'll be uh, coming in and getting his first start for us. So we look for him to help Malik out at that linebacker position and, and get it done. Coach, good luck tonight. I know it's an important game, but good luck. Okay, thank you. Lewis, it's just really neat to listen to Coach Goff. He's, he's really excited. He's, he's coming to his own now.
five weeks into the season, you know, the first time as a head coach, the, the former Lion, uh, you know, all everything that uh, helped win a state championship here. And he's building, a, you know, building this team, uh, you know, like maybe we haven't seen before. Well, he's, yeah, he's building a culture, and it's definitely something that, that this Columbia team hasn't seen before. It's a different kind of mindset going into uh, how he runs the team. It's definitely different from what's been done in the past. Uh, but, yeah, like he was talking about being comfortable and getting more comfortable as the season goes on. Uh, you know, he goes from player at, at Columbia Central, goes on to Tennessee Tech, uh, and he's been an assistant coach around for, for some time. Most recently was at Mount Pleasant the past few years uh, as an assistant coach and then comes over here in January as an assistant uh, and then kind of steps up and, and fills the, the shoes of Bobby Sharp to take over um, as the Columbia Central head coach here in 2023. Uh, but, yeah, you know, five weeks into the season now, I think this is kind of when he should be starting to get a little bit more comfortable in the role that he's had. He's He's gone through this process four Friday nights in a row, two wins, two losses. He knows uh, what, what it looks like on, on either side of, of a win and a loss. And um, here coming into this fifth game, halfway point of the season, this is a big one confidence-wise for these guys. You either go into next week on the back stretch of the season above 500 or below 500, and and those two ends of the spectrum right there can really have a toll uh, on, on the mentality of your program going forward. Without a doubt, and we did have a chance to to speak with the, a couple of the players that will hopefully will they'll be starring tonight here shortly before we get ready for kickoff. Let's hear just some quick comments from a couple of the Lions. Joining me now is Jaravius Hall and Justice Haggard here just prior to the Lawrence County football game tonight. You guys ready to play? Oh, yes, sir, for sure. For sure. We got a well-planned well, well game plan today, so we're ready to go out and execute that game plan and get this dub. Justice? Yes, sir. Uh, we got to go in there, uh, not underestimate any opponent because uh, these recent games, we got we to gotta get through them. What's the best part? Of, of game day and game night to, to you, Jaravius. Tell me what it is about this thing that you like doing the most about playing football. Just going out and hitting somebody. That's this all I wait for all day. I don't be doing nothing. I'm watching film, watching film all day. If I do, I might do some class work, but then ooh, once that's over, it's all focused on the game. I'm ready to go hit somebody, man. Put some, make somebody hurt. That's what I like. And Justice, you're, you're more apt to maybe get the ball. Uh, so what's your, what's your thoughts on why, why do you like playing this game? Uh, I grew up around it. So, um, like, my my whole family, we got little brothers, like, four little brothers, all play football. Um, and it's just in the family. Like, loved it since I've been growing up. It's just been a part of me ever since. All right, guys, good luck tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you all. Appreciate it. Very good. And there you have it, a uh, couple of players, Justice Haggard and Jaravius Hall, as uh, the captains of both teams uh, are, are just had the coin toss. I'm not sure who won, but Columbia is going to receive this first half kickoff. They'll go on offense first, and they're waiting to come out on the field along with the, the Wildcats from Lawrence County. They're gathered on the north end of the field, and the, the Columbia Central Lions are on the south end. Lewis, we're just a couple of minutes away from, from the kickoff. And, uh, again, I ask you, because most recently, as the Lions Whoa. come onto the field, and uh, but what's it like, you know, if, if you're a player right now ready to play in this game? Oh, man. It, I mean, 
You know, the way I looked at it, the, the back half of the school year even after after Christmas is just, you know, it's just very much not as exciting as yeah. as as the front half. You, you know, you know, it's kind of like I mean, you go through this process week in and week out of going to practice Monday through Wednesday. You have a walkthrough on Thursday, uh, and then um, you know, it's kind of like your reward to go out there and, and get to play on Friday nights. And it's 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 the most it's the best feeling that anyone can experience ever. I, I always loved running out of that tunnel, especially in away games. I, I love going to away games and kind of taking over somebody's territory, especially if you can get the win. It's the best feeling in the world. I, I no discredit to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, but walking away yeah. out of a out of a away venue with a victory is, is like a smack in the face. You know, we're in a tight press box here. It's like a smack in the face to everybody else that's involved with the opposing team, and it feels spectacular. Well, there's no doubt about it. There's nothing quite like, you know, high school football with Friday night under the lights. And I don't know who number 18 was, but he just did a back handspring coming out of the tunnel, a full backflip to, to, the, to lead the Lions. Ty Lee Davis, I don't know if he gets in a whole lot, but he just he should probably join the, join the cheer squad as well for basketball season or competition. That was amazing. Well, we'll give you the kind of the starting lineup for the Columbia Central Lions on offense at tackle, left tackle, Dravius Hall, left guard, Zach Cole, at center, William Titus, at right guard, Cam Bratton, at right tackle, Isaiah, uh, is that right? Isaiah Bishop, Bishop, yes. And then Jake Lovett is a a freshman that's going to start at tight end. Yes. And uh, at the wide receivers, Jordan Davis on one side, Justice Haggard on the other. In the backfield, of course, Malik Smith getting the start at fullback tonight because uh, Brian Whitehead's Ryan, out. That's, that's why you see injury. That the, uh, the, the freshmen love it at tight end. Right. Uh, and that's then, why. And then, of course, Caden McCoy, the all-everything running back for the Lions. And then under center, Case and Ty. So we're set for the kickoff here as the Lawrence County Wildcats are uh, uh, getting ready to kick off right at the top of the hour. And Lewis said we're we're a little tight up here. We're right beside the coaches, <laughs> right beside the the timekeepers, uh, the play clock, and then of course Bill, Mr. Bill Draper on the. On, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Coach yeah, Moore Coach says he's going to be on his best behavior here as he gets ready to call offense here for the Lions. And I just mentioned that I've received compliments that people love to hear Coach Moore yelling right across from us. So keep it up, Coach. And here we go. We're set for this Friday night game here. All-important region game as Lawrence County kicks off, and it's a squibber, and it's an onside kick, and they're going to recover the onside kick. I don't know if they meant to try to do that. They were just going to try to squibber. It, and it bounced off of the up man for the Lions, and unfortunately, that's wow. really a turnover already all game. Uh, we're not going to have to have defense, so they're going to have to step up, and they're going to spot it at the Lawrence County 47-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Wildcats. Wow, yeah. already. And now we're going to get the uh, get to see the uh, the defense here first of all. That's you know, already a loss, uh, you know, here in the game to start things off. Not good. And it, So here are the Wildcats at quarterback. He's been there all season, Jaden Trammell. There's a false start. And there's it's a false a, start. There there's, we go. A, there's the flag and the whistle. So that'll be a pre-snap penalty. 
False start, and that'll back him up five yards. It'll be first and 15 for the Wildcats. Yeah, you know, that helps out a little bit, but my goodness. I mean, the, the, the special teams woes uh, just continue. And I, and, you know, and I guarantee you, Walt Lawrence County, that's been a, a point of emphasis all uh, week in practice watching film. They've seen that, uh, you know, there's been some gaps in that part of the field for Columbia, and they just exploited it to start this game off. Tristan Harden there at nose tackle taking Brian Whitehead's place, right? Is that yes. Right, right? So here's Trammell in the shotgun. He hands it off to his tailback, who is Everly. He's barely... Well, he gets he gets a couple of yards. They'll put it, they'll spot it at their own 45-yard line. So a pickup of really three on the play. It'll be second and 12. Yeah, it was Harden that got in there along with a, a lot of other guys. A good shed uh, by him on the left side of that center right there. Uh, got some good extension on his arms. Uh, shedded that block and really stopped him at the line of scrimmage. Kind of just fell forward right there. A patient runner already on that first carry right there is number four. Uh, Lions will have to be carry, careful about that. Everly. Tay Everly is their senior running back. He's been their workhorse all year long, and you're going to see a lot of running here. Except now he's going to throw it. And it's incomplete. There's uh, no flag there, right, as Altry yeah. Smith was defending. It's good coverage. Really good coverage there from Altry Smith. You know, maybe almost almost too good, but uh, – no flag on the play. It forces about a third and 12, yep. long 12, maybe 13. Uh, good opportunity for, for that first squib kick right there that resulted in, in a turnover uh, to not really be much of a factor. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Need to get off the field right here. Defense adjusting. As you would think, they're in a passing situation. Three receivers to his right. Trammel on the shotgun. There's the snap. Rolling to his right. He's throwing downfield. He's got a man. Wow. First down. And then still on his feet. Finally gets knocked out of bounds over there on the far side by Haggard as he goes into Columbia territory all the way to the 38-yard line. So a good pickup there on third and 12 for the Wildcats. And they're quickly back up to the line with tempo. And they yeah. pause right there to yeah. look to the sideline. Uh, yeah, some great pressure right there. Brought a, brought a blitz from Malik Smith, those two inside guys. I think both of them came, Barnett as well, uh, and found the guy wide open. Here's Everly looking for room, not going to get it. Roland Manning, Jordan Davis right there as he maybe picks up a yard, so it'll be second and nine. They'll get it to the 36. Yeah, that was a good drop down from Davis right there, playing that uh, left side corner spot if you're looking from uh, the Lawrence County side of things, him and Roland Manning, uh, both good drop down right there, good tackles right there at the line of scrimmage for, for a minimal gain on first down. Forces second and nine. Those are the situations you want to force as a defense. Again, Wildcats been running the ball all year long, not much passing at all. 87% run team. Oh, here's a high snap, and it's a busted play. Then. Uh, Trammell's just going to have to pull it down, and he makes something out of nothing there. Gets five yards on the play, uh, at least four yards. He'll pick up four, so it's going to be third and about a long five. We'll call it third and five. They'll spot it at the 33 of Columbia. Yeah, it was a busted play, but it kind of gave that play more time to develop. It was supposed to be Everly to that left side, uh, but the high snap, the quarterback kind of just took it himself, and those blockers had more time to get those guys pushed to the right side of the field, and it really opened up the left side of the field. They're probably in four-down territory here. Here he's going to give to Everly on the right side, and what a play by Roland Manning. It makes it in the backfield, a two-yard loss, 
at least a two-yard, maybe three-yard loss. That's going to back them back up, so it's going to be a long fourth down if they decide to try to go it, or maybe they try to put Columbia deep. I'm not sure. Yeah, it looks like Dolphins is staying out there. What a tackle by Roland Manning. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. It was him by himself out there. It was an open field tackle uh, by Manning right there. We just had an opportunity to talk to him uh, right before the game started and kind of poke fun of him about the two interceptions that he was supposed to owe me in the Hunter's Lane game. He got one last week, and, uh, you know, that kind of makes up for it a little bit right there on that, that great tackle. Fourth and nine, big play. There was movement. They didn't call a flag. He's throwing deep. And it's going to be over the head of everybody. So a turnover on downs for the Columbia defense. Uh, so that's kind of like, we, you know, we just throw away that onside kick. Thank goodness there was nothing uh, productive out of that except for a couple of first downs for the Wildcats. Now the Columbia Central Lions will take over on offense at their own 36-yard line. Yeah, minus that one third down and 13 play on the opening uh, set of downs right there. Columbia's defense uh, looked really, really good uh, on that opening possession to start things out. First quarter, 8.35 to go now. Here's Columbia on offense. Case and Tice hands off to McCoy. He gets hit in the backfield, and he goes down. That's a late hit, but they're not going to call it. But... Uh, a good penetration on behalf of the Wildcats to get into the backfield and stop McCoy, who's obviously the workhorse for the Lions, but he loses a yard there. They'll back it back up to just shy of the 35, second and 11. Yeah, it was that right side outside linebacker. He's uh, got his hand in the dirt right there. I think everybody kind of pushed down uh, as far as the offensive line goes to the right side. Probably should have been somebody to kick out that backside guy right there, but he made a good effort coming down on the football. Uh, Might have been that freshman tight end right there that missed that block. Tyson looking to throw, going to his left side. Ball's tipped at the line of scrimmage, almost intercepted. That ball was tipped. He was trying to reach uh, Davis way downfield. Or is that, yeah, that was Davis that was going down the left, the far sideline, which is the Columbia sideline. We're on the on the, the Lawrence County's home side is where we're set up. And the, and for those of you watching on Facebook Live and all the other Facebook, apps, YouTube, Twitch, we're on everything this week on, on WKRM's website as well. Yeah. So if you're just listening and would like to watch it, you can click on one of those links and, and get to the video live and still hear the broadcast as well. So third and 11 as uh, the scoreboard now. Now it's back up. It's 7.52 to go. Now there's a whistle. They're going to start a play right there. There we go. Third and 11, though. Yep. Big Here's Ties. He's looking to throw. He's throwing across the oh, middle, and it's intercepted. No. Haggard couldn't quite get it, and he's going to make the tackle. But – it hit Haggard in his hand, bounced out as number 27, Gage Smith, gets the interception. Now that's two turnovers already inside the, this first quarter, the first half of this first quarter. Two really turnovers, the onside kick, and now an interception. Yeah, here's a look at that one again. It was a, a pretty well-placed ball by Tice, a little bit high, but it just went through the fingers of Haggard. Uh, good effort by him after, you know, kind of causing that interception to go back and, and make the tackle on the play. But costly, costly play. You'd, you'd rather, you know, at least get off the field right there and be able to punt that football and get win the field possession battle. But right now, Lawrence County's winning that battle. Handily. They're at their first down at their own 48-yard line for their second possession of the game. Trammell all alone in the backfield. No, he's going to hand it off around the jet sweep around the right side. And Columbia, Autry Smith, 
pulls him down, tracks him down for no gain, really. Maybe a half-yard loss yeah, on that play. Like Autry Smith on the tackle. Yeah, good, good, good pursuit by both those guys, Malik Smith and Autry Smith. Uh, we've seen those guys making good plays all year, sometimes helping each other out making good plays. That uh, tipped and intercepted return for a touchdown ball against Hunter's Lane from Malik Smith after Autry tipped it. Uh, but a good pursuit from both those guys right there as, as they make the tackle in the backfield. That was a pretty good spot right there. I, I'd say that was about a half yet to a to a yard loss on that play. Ian Clayton that that running that jet sweep uh, on that play, and here's Trammell under center. Second and ten. He's going to hand it off to his good play. tailback. Good uh, play. Kamarion Dawson. Ian Clayton again, and he's hit right. He hits the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half-yard gain. It'll be second. Uh, excuse me, third and nine now for the Wildcats. Yeah, good good shed right there from Kamarion Dawson. He, he was playing that near side defensive end spot. Uh, tried to get reach to the outside. They are trying to push that play on the inside of the tackle right there, but he fought that reach block. Uh, got around it and made a good play on that running back right there at the line of scrimmage. All right, we need a play right here from our defense. A turnover or, or hold them to no, nothing right here to get off the field, maybe force a punt. There's a toss sweep to Clayton around the right side. Malik Smith right there for really barely minimal gain. A couple of yards. It's going to be fourth and about seven, I would say, fourth and six. Let's see where they spot it. Fourth and seven. They'll spot it just inside Columbia Territory Here at the 49, the and they're they're sending their punt team. But I would be prepared for anything, you know. We, should, we need to watch the fake always. Watch the fake. Yeah, absolutely. It's like number 90 in there to punt this one away. Justice Haggard back there deep. Yeah, that's the – number 90 is Caden Bird. The punter for the Wildcats. There's the snap, and, the, and there's the punt. It's a low line drive, and mm, Haggard was almost going to get it, and he let it roll, and it's going to go inside the 10-yard line down to about the 7. It looks like is where they'll spot it. That's where Columbia will take over first and 10 with 5 minutes, 19 seconds to go here in this first quarter. No score. Columbia now back on offense for their second possession. Yeah, two, two pretty uh, – you know, I think Columbia – uh, for the most part, has kind of controlled this game, especially defensively. It's just been two plays that have resulted in turnovers that have really hurt them so far. Now they've got themselves uh, backed up. That's been a really big issue all season is the field position battle. Here we see that uh, an example of that right here, a good punt from Lawrence County's number 90, and now Columbia backed up inside their own 10. Right, and here it looks we go. like Britton at fullback right here, motioning in to, down to tight end. Here's a handoff to McCoy on the right side looking for to room. He's trying to break through and squirts his way free and gets up close to the 15 before they finally bring him down. So a good pickup on uh, behalf of McCoy, a six-yard pickup. It'll be second and four. Yeah, he was, uh, he was trapped on the outside right there. I, I could tell he was kind of trying to push that ball uh, to the far side of the field, and uh, that outside linebacker right there dropped down on the outside of the offensive line perfectly on the left side. Uh, forced him in, and he squirted through that initial contact uh, to pick up close to six yards on that play. Yeah. Here's Tice under center this time. He's going to hand it off to McCoy on the left side. McCoy looking for room and barely gets maybe a yard. one. So it's going to be third and three. Third and three. Clock moves now at four minutes, 25 seconds to go here in this first quarter. No score here at Lawrence County. Big down right here, big Huge. big momentum down. 
Got to get the first. Got to convert. Keep this ball moving. Big crowd here tonight, guys. Sure uh, is. The, Columbia on the traveled home side and very on the, well. On the, on the, the, the Columbia side, it's full over there in those stands, the visitor side. Here's a handoff to McCoy. He breaks through the line of scrimmage. He's got his first down and then some crosses the 30-yard line before he's finally brought down. But what a move right through the middle of the line of scrimmage by Caden McCoy. That's what he does. Yeah, that was a a spectacular. You know, you saw that burst of speed right at the line of scrimmage. And uh, Caden McCoy picks up, you know, more than enough to get that first down. And those are the type of plays that get your offense rolling. That offensive line kind of gets that juice going that they can push these guys around and pick up 10 to 15 yards a run. You know, they're going to be out. They're going to be able to do that more often as the game goes on. First and 10 at the Columbia 31-yard line. Case and Tice under center. Gives to McCoy on the left side. And he gets going to get stacked up. That same that same uh, defensive end breaks through the line of scrimmage. Cade Brown and makes a five-yard loss there on McCoy, or yeah. four yards. Brown number six right there. Damn. He busted right through that line. McCoy was trying to go off, ta- or off guard, actually, to the left side of power play and uh, ends up getting met about three yards behind the line of scrimmage, ends up second and 14. They'll spot it at the 30, excuse me, at the 27-yard line of Columbia. Two minutes, 45 seconds to go here in this first quarter. Here's McCoy up the middle, and he's going to get back what what was lost there to the 31, but not near enough. So it's going to be third and 11 for the Lions. Yeah, he had an opportunity right there to – uh, to bust another big play, probably first down yardage right there, maybe even up to midfield. But uh, for Lawrence County, it was number 55 who uh, dropped down from his linebacker spot and made a really good open field tackle off of the juke from McCoy. Andrew Tupper for the Wildcats. <clears throat> Columbia taking their time here to make sure they've got the play because well, another big now, down. What are they? Is something happening here? Is there? Oh, there was a penalty. What was the call? Legal formation on Columbia is what it looked like, but I don't understand how that's possible when they were still in the huddle. <laughs> it was declined. So anyway. it was declined. Third and eleven. I don't understand why that would be declined. Here's Tice, quick outlet to Justice Haggard. He's trying to get to his first down line yard to gain, and he's going to be just a a little short. short. He gets to the 40. Let's see where they spot it. I'd go for it. You see your your, your defense really controlling things on the opposite side. I'm I'm going for this right here. They've got it at the 40 and got to get it to the 41 or so, just beyond the 41 for the first. Columbia taking their time to decide. They're bringing Case and Tice back in. So they're going to go for it, Lewis, right Columbia's here. Columbia's this is offensive a, line. You know, we've seen the, the QB sneak work at times in short yard situations for Columbia. The, the, Columbia's offensive line is as outsized. Here we go. Lawrence County's defensive line. Here we go. Going to give to McCoy. He breaks to the outside. He's got his first down and then some. He's still on his feet. He's gone. He's got no flags. McCoy at the 20, the 10, touchdown. Columbia, Caden McCoy, bus 60. Wow. (laughs) 
We were just trying to get the first down, and he takes it to the house. And you didn't want to go for it. I saw you not nodding your head over there. You didn't was, want that well, to no, happen. I was just, I, I did, kind of in a way, you know. It's just not, you're oh, not sure. Come on, don't, don't jump on the bandwagon now. No, no, I will. I'm, I'm, for sure I'm going to jump on. But my, <laughs> wow, you know, Caden McCoy, he stiff-armed a guy in the backfield. I think that was Tupper, 55, you that made it? the great tackle. I'm, yeah, we're going to play it here in a second on, on Facebook and, and YouTube right after this kick from Beto. And it's actually Hunter Woody holding the kicks now. It's, it's usually Case and Tice. We'll see how that goes. There's a whistle. There's a whistle. What do they call in here? Did they call a timeout? Not sure what the call was right there. They stopped the play. But anyway, a 60-yard run yeah, by Caden McCoy. Well, well, we'll actually wait for the kick right here to, to show you guys again that that was a – Unbelievable play from Caden. You Again, know, if you're if you're listening to us on the radio, WKRM, Front Porch Sports Radio, you can go to the Front Porch Sports Radio TN uh, website and get a link to the video broadcast of this game. Or you can just go straight to our Facebook or, or YouTube pages. At WKRM. WKRM, right? Yes. Here's Luis Garcia for the extra point attempt, and it is good. So with 131 on the clock here in this first quarter, Columbia strikes first. Their lead 7 to nothing over Lawrence County. All right, here we go. Uh, we'll see this see play this. once again as Caden stiff arm on Tupper right there, breaks to the second level of contact, and then, and then nobody has a chance <laughs> at him from there as he streaks into the end zone for the first touchdown for Columbia's offense today. He's showing what he's got early. And uh, that's an early candidate for play of the game tonight and maybe another player of the game type game that Caden has tonight as he just goes for another long touchdown. What a play. Great blocking from the offensive line as well. Had to break off one guy in the backfield. But other than that, he was untouched. It was perfect. He really was. And, and yeah, you're right. I mean, that's, that's a gutsy call on behalf of Columbia to go for it in their own side of the, their own side of the field at the 40-yard line, basically on fourth and one. And uh, boy, did it work out! It did work. It did work. So, and and they were do that, you know, by yes. getting that uh, the onside kick. Basically, that's what I'm going to call it. I don't think really that's what they were thinking that that was going to be. Maybe we should do another one right here. You yeah. know. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else on us. Maybe think, maybe it's time well, for us to to, to have well, one work for in our favor. Well, hopefully that they won't even have a chance to kick again. Talking to them, uh, Luis Garcia just kick all night. Eight or nine of them. Yeah, it'd be nice. It would be. And that would we to get in here and play and get some ourselves up. There's Garcia. Great looking kick. It's going to go to the two as the Lawrence County receiver return man comes right up the middle and that's a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of yardage as he's going to get it close to the 30 uh, they'll probably spotted it just short of the 30 at the, maybe the 29 is where Lawrence County will take over first and 10 uh, you know it continues it looked like Columbia had good coverage right there but just he just the, broke through that's a hole, yeah. that's a quick little uh, that's that uh, little scat back they've got number 22 Ian Clayton so here comes the defense again to try to make some plays here and keep Lawrence County at bay. Columbia leading 7 to nothing with 1.23 to go here in this first quarter. Trammell in the shotgun. Going to give to Everly. Everly looking for room around the left side, and he breaks through the line of scrimmage, and he's still on his feet. He's going to pick up eight 
nine yards on that play as he just kind of wheeled his way through after he broke through the line of scrimmage. He carried some Columbia defenders with him. Scoreboard's out again. I think a cord's getting hit over there or something. That thing keeps going out. We've got, the, we've got you a scoreboard on Facebook uh, if you want to tune in there. But, not yeah, the Everly, clock, right? no, not okay. the clock. I, I can't do everything. I'm not Superman. Yeah. Um, we, don't, we, we don't have a clock right now. The scoreboard is out. That's the second time it's probably, gone off. They'll probably stop play right here while that is being fixed. It's a new scoreboard. You know, I, I, the last time I played here in a regular season game was my eighth grade year. We played them at home my freshman year in 2018. You're talking about um, with Withhorn. Yes, on this field. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, just talking to, to Lawrence County's play-by-play uh, -play guy right before the game tonight, um, apparently that, that scoreboard was installed in August of 2021, so it's fairly new. It's, it's kind of like a jumbotron type of uh, scoreboard, but obviously having some problems tonight. They're trying to figure that out, and we'll take our first time out. It feels like we need one. So we'll take a, a quick time out. And uh, tell you that Columbia is leading seven to nothing. It's about one minute and twenty seconds to go here in the first quarter, but we'll take a timeout with them and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. 
There is peace of mind in knowing that screenings can detect many health issues before they become serious. At Murray Regional Health, we offer a range of imaging screenings to help you and your physician monitor your health and identify potential issues, such as stones, cancers, and conditions that could lead to heart attack and stroke. These screenings include several exams that can be scheduled directly without a physician's order. Don't delay important screenings. Visit murrayregional.com today to learn more or call 380-4044 to schedule your screening. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And welcome back to Lawrence County High School here in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, as your Columbia Central Lions are leading here in this first quarter, about a minute 20 to go. Uh, they're leading seven to nothing over Lawrence County. And right now we're trying to figure out the scoreboard. The clock has gone completely out on the scoreboard. So now the the uh, officials are, are meeting on the field, trying to determine, I guess they're gonna run the, or keep time on the field for the duration until we can get the, the, the scoreboard back working. And there is a flash that hopefully it's coming back on. Uh, it looks like. Uh, but more than likely, they'll keep time on the field. The alternate official that was keeping time up here uh, will go down and, and keep time. And then hopefully we should be getting back up to uh, playing conditions soon. It looks like they're going through some software updates on the Jumbotron type scoreboard brand new. There it is. Oh, wow. Only 35 seconds oh, left. Oh, it went down to 35. I didn't realize that. I might. I don't know if that's right or not. They're looking at it down there. They might have to change that. Oh, okay. And then here comes Lawrence County's offense back on the field. I think it's second and about 10 is, our, is where we were, were at. For the Wildcats, ball is on their own 37-yard line. So that's what the clock on the scoreboard is showing now is 35 seconds to go here in this first quarter. Columbia leading against 7-0 on that 60-yard scamper moments ago by Caden McCoy. Still holding up play uh, a little bit. Oh, second one. I'm sorry. I said second 10. It's, it's second and one as uh, that was that last Everly. patient run by Everly. Yeah. He's been their, their workhorse. He's kind of like the Caden McCoy for for Lawrence County. Definitely a different style, workhorse. though. He's He's got a lot of patience. He, he kind of reminds me of Le'Veon Bell, if you remember the, the running back for the Steelers. Uh, you know, kind of just sits there, stands there behind the offensive line while they uh, go through 
their blocking schemes and while they get set up, while the play progresses, and then he kind of picks the hole right, right behind his big offensive lineman. And we saw it work right there, a nine-yard pickup on first down uh, when Columbia should have, uh, you know, kind of wrapped him up in the backfield. It's that patience that really is working out for Everly right now. It's a minute 15 to go, and they've started the clock, and here we go. Second and one for the Wildcats. Hand off to Everly around the right side. A power sweep. He's got the first down and then some. Still on his feet as he pushes over the 30, over the 45 up to the 46-yard line. First down for the Wildcats. Yeah, there you see that patience again as he kind of just held, he held his hand on his lead blocker out there to the right side that time uh, and then kind of picks his which way he's going to go based on which way that offensive lineman goes and He'll come out here, probably needs a blow, even though he got a pretty decent blow while they were figuring out the, the, the Jumbotron. Yeah. And here's Trammell again, first and 10 at their own 46-yard line. 37 seconds and counting here. Handoff up the middle. Got a little room, about three yards on the play, two yards on the play. Uh, it was a good good stop that time by Cam Bratton. Kind of kind of got pushed to the outside a little bit, and then fell back to the inside, wrapped up uh, on the running back right there, number 22. Ian Clayton is their running back. As Everly still on the sidelines here, as we're probably not going to unless they snap it real quick, not going to get this play off. And it's going to be close. Going to go all the way down. They Barely did get it, it off. off. And a great play by the Columbia defense. Malik Smith, and who else was it? It's Kamarian Dawson. Great play there by defense. Just smacked Clayton there for a loss of on the play, it looked like to me. Let's see where they spot it. They'll probably give him all kinds of forward progress. Yeah, and I want to see that one again right here as, as we look back at this play. Well, that's uh, the end of the quarter. And uh, he goes out to the outside right there and immediately stacked up. It uh, looks yeah. like Malik Smith. Yeah, he lost whole more than that. The Lions. He lost more than that. They, they put him back one yard. So that's the end of the first quarter. Your Columbia Central Lions leading 7 to nothing over Lawrence County here under the Friday night lights in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with second quarter action. This is Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. And welcome back to the beginning of the second quarter here in Large County as your Columbia Central Lions leading 7 to nothing, as we begin second quarter play. The Lawrence County Wildcats are facing a third and nine from their own 47-yard line. Need a big play, big stop here from the Columbia defense to maybe force a punt. Yeah, it would be a dominating stop. Statement stop right here in the game. Columbia can can get can get this one here. Trammell empties the backfield, looking to throw, rolling to his left, looking downfield, and he throws. It's complete. That same receiver he hit in the first quarter for a big play, a pickup of about 15 yards there for Gage Smith. A completion there from Trammell. We we didn't think we'd see. Uh, 
the Wildcats throwing as much, but now here they are. They've done, they've done fairly well. Yeah, Autry Smith had them in coverage and just kind of lost where the ball was going. And here they're going to go up tempo here to they go right ahead. He's going to throw again. Out, out, he's out, got out, a man out, out. to he's looking for Taverly and he's hard to bring down. But he's sure not going to get any gain on the play. He's got good size. They're going to give him forward progress, but it, I don't think he got that much. No, but they're going to give him forward progress for really no gain. It, he looked like he was kind of stopped in the back. But now they're going to give him a yard, I guess. Looked like he was stopped way back short of that. Now they bring it back. It's at the Columbia 38-yard. Top first guy there. Really play second and 10 as we're, we're really just underway here in this second quarter. Columbia leading seven to nothing. Trammell in the shotgun. Taverly on his left hip, gonna give to him now, reverse back to Ian Clayton around the left side and Malik Smith tracks him down finally, but he'll pick a good gain, a six yard pick of play as they'll get it to the 33 of Columbia. It's gonna be third and about I just want to see the athleticism. You see the reverse right here on the instant replay. The athleticism from Malik Smith to run down this, you know, the, the speed back that they've got uh, and to, you know, stop him before he breaks to the outside and hits the sideline right there. That was Good a play. heck of an effort, effort right there from Malik. Good play from his linebacker position. Here's Trammell in the shotgun looking to throw. Got a man on the outside, and it's going to fall short, incomplete. It'll be fourth now and about four for the Wildcats. And obviously, I'm assuming this is four-down territory. Yeah, a little far so. for a, a, a field goal attempt at this point. Depending on who you got. So no, this is going to be another big play. This is huge play. fourth down chance for Columbia to get off the field and get the offense back rolling. You know, and, and, and Columbia's defense, you know, throughout the whole four-game stretch of this season has been bend but don't break. And tonight so far they've been giving up some big plays and stopping everything else to the line of scrimmage. It's kind of been opposite. We'll see what they can do here. Here's Trammell, shotgun, looking to throw. Quick out to the outside. He's got his man. He's got the first down and then some. All gone. He gets down up to the 23-yard line. Goes... I'm not sure. I thought that was number seven, but I don't have a number seven on my list. Or no. Well, I didn't see who it was. Anyway. I thought it was three, I believe. Skylar Mummy. Not sure. All right, so it's first down. The Wildcats pick up, convert the fourth down. Now first and ten. Here's Everly met in the met in the backfield by a couple of those defensive linemen for the Lions. Tristan Harden. Tristan Harden, Roland Manning, and Duravius Hall were in on that stop for really no gain. Yeah, it was a good 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 push right there from the Columbia defensive line. Both ways up front, Columbia has dominated this game so far. They're outsizing, out outpowering, and uh, out muscling. Uh, the up front for Lawrence County, and, and you see that right there. They're just they're just kind of getting hurt on these pass plays that nobody really expected to be uh, so abundant tonight from the Lawrence County offense. Second and ten from the Columbia 23. Wildcats threatening. Here's a toss sweep to Clayton around the right side. He's picking up yardage. He's got his first down. It looks like it's going to be close. Let's see where they spot it. it no, he's going to be just short. 
about a half yard. It's very close. Gets inside the 15. Really got to get to the 14, it looks like, to pick up the first. So a nine-yard pickup, a good-looking play there for the Wildcats is it'll be third and one. This is interesting here is two younger guys come in in place of Jordan Davis and Autry Smith. Kasten Sparks in there at outside linebacker to the far side of the field. Trammell hands off to Everly up the middle, and he's met by Dravia, or Tristan Harden right at the line of scrimmage. Got he's going to get his first down. So it'll be first and 10 from the 13 with eight minutes and four seconds to go here in this second quarter. Columbia leading seven to nothing, but the Wildcats threatening here in the red zone. Yeah, that time Columbia, or Lawrence County just got just got enough with Everly right there. We saw his patience once again, and he kind of just fell forward uh, for about a yard and a half to pick up that first down now inside the 15. Need a stop right here. They're just, we need to quit playing around here and get serious, right? Here's Trammell under center. Looking to throw, going for the end zone, the fade route, incomplete, over his head. Covering there was uh, Jamar Morris, is that right? No. Looks like 17. Corbin Williams. Yes. That's who just came in for Jordan Davis. He had good coverage right there, even though, you know, that pass was kind of out of the end zone. But don't understand why, why Davis and Autry uh, came out of the game right there. Autry back in now, but Davis still out of the ballgame in place of Williams. Yeah. Second and ten. Hand off to Clayton up the middle. The football on the ground, and Columbia's got it. Jason Barnett. That was Cam Bratton that stripped that ball. Was it not? It was. That was Cam Bratton just reached there and grip wow. for the Lions. Wow. He, he, you got he, that? Yeah, I do. I just, I just clipped <laughs> it. We're going to see it in here in just a second. My goodness, it, it, as Cam breaks into the backfield and makes a play on the ball right there. <laughs> a hand in there on the football. And, and then who uh, got it? Who Jason Barnett recovered okay, it. Jason Barnett. The freshman. We see it right here as uh, these guys line up. Not a freshman. Breakthrough by... Cam makes a good, almost an arm tackle right there, and Barnett was right there to fall on it. I said freshman. He's not the freshman. He's a junior, yeah, right, he's, Barnett? He's, he's a little older, yes. Okay. So here's Tice looking, keeping himself up the middle. He's got some moves, got some yardage, gets five yards up to the 20. Nice run there. That's maybe seven yards. Let's see where they spot it. There's a good game. Very good seven game. yards. Second yeah. and three for the Lions. Hadn't seen that. I don't think I've seen that play where he just no, fakes to the running back and he keeps it himself. We, we've seen him keep it, you know, uh, we've seen him run. We know he's got some wheels and, and, some, and some legs. He's got some athleticism as well. Um, but, no, I don't think we've seen a designed QB was, keeper. Yeah. And it worked out pretty well right there. I don't think Lawrence County was expecting it either. I bet this is McCoy. Here's Tice. Gives to McCoy right up the middle. He's picking his way through, got his first down, and up to the 30, excuse me, the 27-yard line goes Caden McCoy as he just picks his way right through the middle of that line of scrimmage. Yeah, just another patient run from McCoy. You don't see a lot of patience from Caden. It's a lot of hitting the line of scrimmage at top speed going north and south to pick up his yardage. That time he kind of gave a little stutter at the line of scrimmage, found an opening, and cut forward for about five or six yards. And a first down for Columbia outside the 25 now. Good start to the drive as they move the sticks. Six minutes, 10 seconds in counting here in this second quarter. Here's uh, Tice again keeps the ball himself and picks up another five yards. A fake to McCoy, and he just takes it 
Pulls it down, goes right up the middle. That time the Lawrence County defense read it a little better, got past that initial contact of the front line of, of, of Lawrence County, but that, that second level group definitely wrapped them up that time. Um, held them for a little bit less of a gain, but uh, still a good gain on first down. Second and five at the Columbia 32-yard line. Here's Tice in the shotgun. Caden McCoy right behind him. Give to McCoy in the middle. He breaks one tackle. He's broken another one. He's getting to the outside. He's tiptoeing wow. along the sideline wow. before wow. he's finally brought out of bounds. Oh, man. Oh, he's they say call he's him back. all the way back here. Oh, goodness. At midfield is where they're going to call him out. He could have, but he, he was it was like a tightrope as uh, McCoy broke through the middle of the line of scrimmage and saw an opening again. on the outside. Here I it is. see that again as, as he breaks out to the outside right here. And I don't – I never saw his foot touch oh, that right out of there. bound line. I, I see some green in between there, but uh, is that back up? <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> we back up right here, and well, oh no, and they called a penalty. Oh no, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't much. catch the penalty. I didn't either. Here it is, holding on the Lions. So all for naught anyway. All gone. What a run! Another good run by Caden McCoy, but. Obviously, the referees say there was a reason. There was some holding. But not, not too bad of a no, penalty. No, it's still second and seven. They'll put it at the 31 of Columbia. So, yeah, the, the spot foul yeah, way past helps. the line. That helped out the game. Another center. 5.21 to go here in this second quarter. Columbia up seven. Tice looking to throw. Hits Jordan Davis. No, that's Haggard for his first down up to the 40-yard line of Columbia. It is a first and 10 for the Lions. Yeah, that was a a good read by Tice right there. I think that was his second read. I think his first one was Davis uh, and found Haggard right there on that 10-yard up and then across to the middle. Found him right there in the middle of the field, right there at the right hash mark at the 40-yard line. And a perfectly placed football right in his stomach. Haggard had no choice but to catch that football. Good play there by the Columbia offense to get the first down. First and ten. Here's Tice. Gives to McCoy again. McCoy he's breaks to the outside. He's across midfield. Crosses the 40. He's at the 30 before he's finally brought down. So a run. Aiden McCoy, he's going to get close to 100 right there on that play. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Surely already 20, close 30. to 100 yards. Well, it's at least 90 because the touchdown, that was a 30-yard gain right there. Yeah, here he is. He, he, nobody out there to contain. Somebody blew their assignment on the outside of that Lawrence County defense, and uh, he finds a lot of room out there on the outside. All the way, All the way to the Wildcat 29-yard line, first and 10 for the Lions. Caden McCoy, the lone back, lone setback. It's Fakes to him. It sparks. It sparks. Okay. There's the pass to Davis, and it's complete. Or is that Haggard? Haggard. It's Haggard again. The quick slant over the middle, all the way down to the 15-yard line for another first down for the Lions. This a is, great passing catch. Yeah, it was the same exact play as last time, and and uh, Tice placed it exactly where he placed it the last time. It picked up a first down. So two times that Coach Morris run that play. Two times it's picked up a first down and worked to perfection. Once again, actually, I think that was his first read and, and placed it perfectly right where it needed to be at the sticks. A little over three minutes to go here in this in this first half of play, and Columbia is moving this thing now at the 15. In the red zone, 
First and ten. I formation. Malik Smith, Kasten Sparks goes to Sparks around the left side. He's looking for room. Crosses the ten. Down to the five. Inside the five-yard line. There's a flag. Doggone very, it. That's going to be late. It's, it's going to go against Jordan Davis. He threw his hands up. Mm, mm, but mm, that was mm. so very late. After he had already passed him, right? The yes. running back after, had already passed Jordan Davis. After Kasten Sparks was already on the ground, first of all. And then uh, completely the after. That's pretty cool. I don't think I've seen that in high school so far. They've got the uh, no, the, referee, the referee microphones yeah. uh, hooked up to the PA system. You can actually hear those. Uh, what the calls, call is. The penalty calls on the on the loudspeakers. And we don't want to hear any more no, we Columbia. Don't. No, we don't. Doggone it. All the way us. back to the 25-yard line. So it's going to be first and 20 for the Lions as the clock runs now at 3 minutes, 10 seconds to go here in this second or first half. Here's Tice looking to throw, being rushed, pushed out of the pocket. Throw it away. And he's trying to get around. He's trying to get around, and he gets runs out of bounds before he is knocked out of bounds. So he picks up a little yardage on the play, not much. Gets back close to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I think that was a no-gainer right there. Mm. Would have liked to see him throw that he one might away. Have lost a yard. Yeah, would have really liked to see him throw that one away. Is yeah, second and twenty-one now. Didn't really have a shot at anything. Is is the whole team mm. in purple and gold? Not the Lions, uh, but Lawrence County chasing him to the sideline. And uh, really, that play had no shot. Yeah, the Wildcats are the same color schemes as the the Lions. Lions all in white uniforms with their purple helmets and. And uh, the Wildcats, purple jerseys, white pants, and white helmets. Here's Tice looking to throw. He's got a man on the sideline. Is Justice Haggard again makes the completion, but only a nine-yard pickup over there as he goes out of bounds. That should have stopped the clock as uh, they'll spot it. It's, Gets back to the original line of scrimmage. He's going to be a little short. It's going to be third and 12. That's a bad spot. As they'll, that, That's at the 17 is what I'm seeing now, the 17-yard line. So four-down territory here possibly, or maybe field goal, depending on where we get on this third down. Got to get to about the six. Here's Tice looking to throw, and there he's throwing to Cade McCoy on the out pass, and he's going to be short of the first down. Two or three yards short. So what do you do here? I think you go for it. Yep, and they are. Regular (laughs) formation, that's... That's going for it right there. And bringing in a heavy package right here as, as Frierson and Jamar Morris come out. Jordan Davis and Malik. and Malik Smith come in. And Smith not playing tight end this week. He's actually a fullback in place of Brian Whitehead. Wow. Josh Brennan there at tight end who's, who's usually the two. Fourth and a long three, we'll call it, here for the Lions. As Tice under center, high formation, give to McCoy. He's hit in the backfield. He's not going to make it. He's very He's close. He's not going to make it. He's I don't very think he, close. Let's see where they spot it. But I don't Dravius think Hall says there. he got it. He's very, very close. The Wildcat defense, no, they're saying a turnover on downs. So a good effort by the Lions, as, uh, but the Wildcats will hold with 135 to go as they hold at the eight-yard line is where – they have, the ball will be, or no, about the six or seven-yard line. Can't quite make it out. Might be the six is where they'll spot it. It'll be first and ten 
for the Wildcats. It'll be a good time for another turnover. Which was the, the line, line of game. Which was the line of game, by the way, the six-yard line. I, th I think they should have measured that one. It was very, very close. No measurement. No measurement. So here's Trammell under center. He's going to do a tall, sweet pitch. That was hold, and they didn't call it on the running back. Taverly was holding right down as uh, Ian Clayton comes to the outside and gets three yards on the play as that clock will continue to run now, close and close, closing in on a minute to go here in this first half. Another great pursuit from Malik Smith as you see him fly across the field and make a great tackle on the running back right there for a minimal game. They're taking their time. For sure, they're taking their time. I think they're kind of content with going into, into the locker room. I believe you know, they, they are. They get the ball coming out, so. Yep. Here's Trammell under center. He's going to give to Everly right up the middle, and he's hit immediately on that left side of the line. Was that Dravius Hall? It's Malik again. Malik's had an unbelievable night defensively. Yep. And now I think who called the timeout? Columbia. Columbia calls a timeout. Smart move, yeah. Hey, they want to they're not, I, don't, I wouldn't be satisfied either. They want to Now it's third down, so you know, if you, you hold stop, them right here and they got a punt. You get a stop. You, you're going to get the ball back on the 50-yard line with, you know, possibly 30 seconds. Um, you know, you can do some things. Get a couple plays and maybe not go for it this time. You can get it inside the 20-yard line and give a chance uh, for Luis Garcia uh, to put one through the uprights, make this thing a two-possession game going into the second half of play. So, Columbia leading here in Lawrence County, seven to nothing. Would have hoped we would have had more points in this first half. We should, but we've held Lawrence County to zero points. So that's a very positive thing, especially given the fact that they started the game with an onside kick, basically, and took over on that first possession. But Columbia able to hold and get off the field and couple of possessions later, Caden McCoy goes 60 yards for the touchdown. Closing in, it's got to be over 100 yards already here in this first half for Caden McCoy, just the workhorse all year. For the last three years, Caden McCoy has been an impact yeah. player for this Columbia Central team. Kind of took that job over uh, during the middle of the regular season, my senior year, kind of kind of became that workhorse and uh, as a sophomore and now as a senior just completely blossomed into a, an all-star player. It's really surprised he's not getting more looks than he is. I know he's got a couple of offers from some small schools, but that'll probably change towards the end of the season. Big play here by the Columbia defense, third and three. Give to Everly on the left side, and he's going to stop being short. Let's see where they spot. Now they're going to give yeah, him the first down. Doggone it. Doggone it. He just kind of – he just – Pushed his way. He bulldozed his way. The entire oh, offensive line and all the skill is. guys got right behind him. And He's six foot, 214 pounds is Tay Everly, the running back for Lawrence County. Yeah, and he's a big back. So, what the, wait a minute. Is there a penalty? They're taking the ball back. These guys, like, throw flags and they, like, step on them or something. I don't I, think I've seen one flag all night. I still don't see the flag. But here's the call from the referee. Illegal, Illegal shift. shift. Yeah. Replay third down. That takes time off the clock. It's uh, 36 seconds to go here until halftime. It'll be third and eight now for the Wildcats as they'll spot it 
back at their own seven-yard line. Or the eight. Still got two timeouts. Columbia does. You could uh, make a stop right here and get that timeout. timeout. Just look at this ball back with about 30 seconds. Yes. They got to stop him right here. Here's Trammell. Gives to Clayton on the left side, and he's been hit right immediately for minimal gain. Looks like Roland Manning might have gotten hurt on that play. He's getting up. Uh, but they do get the timeout as Manning looks like his left shoulder. He made a stick on that running back as he came through. And, and he's had some shoulder problems. We were talking about that before. Hmm. Uh, has some special made shoulder pads, actually, because he broke both of his shoulders his freshman season, my hmm. senior year. And. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure stingers probably mean a lot more to him on those shoulders. Mm. That's something I don't miss, Lewis. It's been 41 years since I had I'm sure you still feel it. I, I still feel it, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss Every that. day I feel it in my ankles for sure. Yeah. But, man, what a what an incredible night. The temperature is just right. You know, we're a week away from the official start of fall, but you can sure tell that fall is in the air now. Is uh, You can smell it. Yeah, it's nowhere near what we've experienced uh, for most of the first part of this season. Uh, I'm so, ready for halftime to step out of this press box. It's colder outside than it is in here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a breeze through the window that's open uh, here in the press box, and it's – feels awesome outside. So here's uh, the Wildcats are going to be forced to punt from the, their punter is going to be in his end zone, Caden Bird. And Haggard's at about the 35 of yeah. Lawrence County. Let's hope for a bad snap. That'd be nice. A right, bad punt. There's the snap. He gets it away. Barely gets it away. Not a good punt at all. We're going to have a really good field position at about the 30, it looks yeah. like. Let's see where he goes. You need to stop, Mr. Referee. That, oh, my no goodness. No way it could have gone. He's still going. No way. Are you? Oh, now he's oh, coming. Now he's I was about to say, come on. How was that? He's got to keep going. That was keep an interesting. Going. Keep going. I'm sure he's still going. He's inside the 30. So this is a – there's the chance. 22 seconds to go here for the Lions as they spot the ball at the 28-yard line of the Wildcats. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Columbia's got an opportunity here, and that actually saved them – well, it probably would, it would have stopped anyways on, on the change of possession, but the kick out of bounds in Lawrence County would take a timeout here. Yeah, as Columbia was going to spread the field right there with – receivers three receivers to the right and one to the left and it looks like they could be obviously going for a passing situation but you know that's what they want to do is fool you and maybe they could pull it down and run it but do we are we out of timeouts we have we have one left i can't make it out i've got one left yeah we got one left one left one time i left okay yeah, but Columbia has definitely got an opportunity. 22.7 seconds left with one timeout. You know, Kaysen has looked very well, very good uh, to the to the sideline to Haggard all night. He, that pass is there. He's hitting it pretty easily. You can get a couple of those, get it inside the 20, pick up about 10 yards. You've got an opportunity for three, if not, yep. you know, a shot to the end zone with 10 seconds left. You yep. Call your last timeout and then kick it if you have to. Yeah, from right here, it's a 45-yard field goal attempt. From this spot at the 20, 28. 
So here goes Tice in the shotgun. Got his receivers, three to his right, one to his left. He's looking right, looking down across midfield. He's got his man. It's complete to Haggard inside the 15 down to the 13. Got to call your timeout. It looks like Columbia will. What a pass and catch. This combination of Tice to Haggard has really paid off for the Lions so far in this first half. And that's what Columbia knew they had in Haggard coming into the season. Only a sophomore comes in from Webb School last year and is their leading rusher with over 1,000 yards as a freshman uh, last season. Um, And finally in this game, you know, he's had some streaks already in this season, but he's looked very, very good. Uh, in this opening half against Lawrence County, probably caught around probably five balls for probably close to 75, 80 yards so far. Picked up some key first downs, picks up a huge chunk right there uh, that helps out this offense tremendously. He only takes seven seconds off of the clock. And, uh, you know, you've got an opportunity here to take a couple shots to the end zone before you can kick. I think you're comfortable uh, if you're Columbia with, with Luis Garcia kicking from this distance. It'd be about a 20 five maybe 32 yarder if you have the the distance from from the line of scrimmage but uh columbia right here has got a got a shot to get six more seven more before halftime yeah it'd be a 30 yarder from right here so here's here's tice in the shotgun Cade mccoy on his right hip he's rolling to his right looking to throw looking to throw there's the throw it throws it out of bounds with eight seconds to go here's it'll be second down and 10 from the 13. Probably got one more one play. shot to the end zone before you got to kick it. And at all costs, you got to get, well, they're going to go ahead and kick it right here. Oh, wow. I and think you'd have take one, a chance. You'd probably have, in my opinion, maybe one more opportunity to go that same bootleg out to the right side uh, and have, you know, Tice watch the clock. Well, there's not a clock over on this side, a game clock, but, you know, have that internal clock in his head and throw it out of bounds with enough time to, to get the field goal off. But they're going to go ahead. I mean, that's it's a safe it, puts columbia up by two possessions and uh on the road that's that's a that's a good thing to have going into the locker room so here's this hunter woody gonna be the spot and now there's time on the field let's see how is that possible delay a game so that makes it a <laughs> 35 yarder and a lot harder yes uh, wow that's no, a killer. wait a minute. Yeah, they did. Okay, they set it back. It's going to be. It's going to be a thirty. Now there's timeout or the stopping again. What's going on here? Okay, timeout, Marshall or Lawrence County. Lawrence County takes a timeout, so he's going to be kicking from the twenty-four. So it's going to be a thirty-four-yard attempt. As Beto now all alone out there, pondering the thought of making this field goal and putting Columbia up by 10. Yeah, a really good opportunity for him to get some of his confidence back. He's already hit an extra point, but um, a big miss last week against Shelbyville, or he had an opportunity to win that game. It wasn't a very long field goal. I think it was 45 45. yards, and uh, you don't see that made a lot in high school, even though Luis Garcia, I mean, they're comfortable with the guy. They wouldn't have put him out there if if they weren't comfortable with that kick, and We'll have an opportunity from here from 35. I think he's definitely got the leg for it. We'll see if he can put it through. A good protection here. No, they brought the offense back on. Oh, wow. The offense is back on the field. Eight seconds. 8.8 seconds to go as Case and Tice now. Let's see. Are they going to call another timeout? 
How you call two timeouts so, in a row? I don't I understand that. Oh, no, Columbia called no, a timeout. It was, well, he pointed to Columbia. And she shouldn't have. It's supposed to be Lawrence County. Columbia doesn't have any timeouts left. If I'm correct. Yeah, I'm not sure they're on the scoreboard, which obviously that can't be correct. It's showing three for both teams. So No, that's a down in distance. I don't think there's you timeouts. Know, oh, yeah, right yeah, in the it, middle. It does say three and three. Very small yeah. on that scoreboard. So they, they pointed towards Columbia. Well, anyway, if it, if it, it was, was a timeout. We got a free one. Yeah. Timeout, regardless. I don't think Columbia would have called a timeout right there. So. It's second and 14 from the 23. If you hurry up, you might have two shots to the end zone here. Quick pass and then. Or just uh, take it on in right here. That'd be nice. Eight second. That'd run. be nice. Caden McCoy is going to be on Case and Tice. His left hip. Two deep safeties. Here's Tice. He's looking to throw, and that ball gets tipped, hit at the line of scrimmage. Three and seconds left. Four seconds left. 3.9 seconds remaining. It'll be third and 14 for the Lions. So one more shot. Now we're going to bring Beto out to try the field goal. I'm good with it if he, if he got the distance. I am too, but that just seems like a goofy thing to do if you're going to go ahead and kick it anyway to try and. Well, like you said earlier, you had that eight seconds. You felt like you really maybe had a chance for one play to try it anyway to see. So here we go. Longest Lewis last Garcia. Of a half ever. There's the snap, the set, the kick, and the kick's on the way, and it is. Got it. He got it. It's good. As time expires here in this first half of play, Lewis Garcia puts 10 to nothing here at. Halftime. Yeah, what a what a what a kick right there. It was a it was a, a muffed hold by Woody, who's the new guy down there. And we'll see it again. It was uh, a 34, right? He's yeah, 34. Uh, we see the the hold. I laid it flat at first, and then barely got it back up, and barely has the leg. It goes to get over. It yeah. Awesome. All right. That's awesome. So that, that's going to wrap up the first half of play here in Lawrence County. As your Columbia Central Lions lead Lawrence County 10 to nothing. Both the bands uh, from the, uh, the Columbia Central High School marching bands made their way down to this game. They're going to be performing, and I'm not sure. I guess the Lawrence County band will be performing as well. And we're going to take some time off here and let you listen to some of our sponsors. And, again, we appreciate you listening to our broadcast and hope you'll continue listening and make sure that you check us out on Facebook Live and all the other platforms YouTube, for WKRM. Twitch, you can find us anywhere right now. Yeah. So that's going to do it here for the first half of play as your Columbia Central Lions leading 10 to nothing over Lawrence County. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family-owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? 
experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Welcome back in to Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, where Columbia on the road holds a 10 to nothing advantage over the Lawrence County High School Wildcats at halftime. 17 minutes to go in halftime, and we've got Clayton Harris down on the sideline with Coach Darius Goff on his thoughts on the first half of action between the Wildcats and the Lions. Here at the half with Coach Darius Goff. Coach, uh, kick a field goal there to go up 10 to nothing here at the end of the first half. Uh, what are your thoughts so far? Um, you know, uh, we got to clean it up, man. Um, we, we up two possessions right now, but um, we're not playing good ball to me. Uh, we get in here in the locker room, make some adjustments, um, get with some kids and show them what they're doing wrong and clean it up and go back and have a better half. This is the second half. Good luck in the second half, Coach. Right, thank you. There is Coach Tredarius Goff with Clayton Harris. On his way to the locker room as once again Columbia holds a 10-10-0 lead over the Lawrence County Wildcats. Lee Maddox, Lewis Maddox on the call here tonight from Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. For the rest of the half or for the rest of their performance, we'll join the Columbia Central High School Marching Band on the field right now in progress.
and welcome back to Lawrence County High School. Here is where we wrap up halftime activities. We got to hear both of the bands playing here at halftime, the Columbia Central High School Marching Band and the Lawrence County Marching Band here both at halftime as Columbia and Lawrence County both warming up at their respective ends of the field to get ready for the third quarter kickoff, which will be from Columbia to Lawrence County. Columbia leading here 10 to nothing over Lawrence County in this very important region game, Region 5, 5A, here in uh, the halfway point of the season. Lewis, uh, a pretty uh, kind of a solid half on behalf of Columbia, but still uh, we still left some points out there, I think. Yeah, I just talked to offensive coordinator John Moore and uh, – you know, he, he he said, you know, not great, but not terrible either. I think this Columbia team has come out and executed when, they, when they've when they needed to, but they've made some mistakes uh, throughout the ball game, a couple of turnovers. I mean, this game should really be, you know, uh, 28 to nothing at this point. If Columbia executed properly, those two, turbo, two turnovers really, really hurt them. And, uh, you know, we're going to get an opportunity, you know, in the second half, Columbia is to – to really put the hammer down. They're up by two possessions, a 10 to nothing ball game. But I know those guys in the locker room knew that wasn't their best football, and they know that they can come out here in the second half and really put it on Lawrence County um, and win this game very, very handily. I know, I know they, you know, don't do a lot of betting in high school football, but if it was, it'd probably be a, a 28, you know, to 35-point spread in favor of, of Columbia and you know those guys really know that, and they, you know, that we've, had, we've had a rich history of beating Lawrence County, and you know, and the, and the same thing goes for this year. They're better than these guys, and, and they haven't really showed it a whole lot there in that first half. That should come out a lot more in the second. You know, this series dates back a long time. They've they've been playing for years, but they hadn't played uh, each other on the regular schedule since 2018. Columbia won that game, won 2018, won in, in 2017. The last time that uh, Lawrence County, uh, the last time that Columbia lost to Lawrence County was in 2016. So uh, the game, they haven't played each other since 2018. They were, they've been in a different region, uh, but they're now back in the same region, back in that old kind of, some folks would remember an old District 8 region. Or, uh, District 8 is what they called it. And uh, for 3A, you know, they just had three classifications, and and uh, that we Columbia, uh, and Lawrence County, uh, Lincoln County, Tallahoma, Franklin County, Shebbeville, all of those teams are back together now in what should be, you know, this region that, that it is this region 55A. And you mentioned that that win in 2016 that Lawrence County had, if Lawrence County's play-by-play guy was correct before the game, if I heard him correctly, that's only one of two wins since 1976 yeah. that Lawrence County has against Columbia. I think he said 64 meetings total between these two teams, and Columbia leads it 20-41, to 41 and the difference right there in ties. So, so um, yeah. I think, yeah, I guess, I guess three right there, or yeah. two. Yeah. So, yeah, Columbia's definitely dominated the, the series. And, and so far, I mean, they, they've had the upper hand in this first half. Like you said, a couple of those turnovers, you know, that immediately that onside kick, of course, that didn't result in any points or any kind of hurt for Columbia, but it just kind of takes away a possession that you would 
<laughs> you were you were expecting to have at the beginning of the game. So, uh, so here's Luis Garcia. He's got it teed up at the 40-yard line as we're set to begin third quarter play here in Lawrence County. Columbia leading 10 to nothing. Here we are underway. Good kick. Going to get picked up at the 10. And immediately coverage. great coverage. Who was that? Number 26 was Caden uh, Allred. Yeah, Allred right Allred. there. Had, had great pursuit down the field, stayed in his lane, and found himself open to make the tackle. Got the opportunity to, saw the ball, got ball, and took him down inside the 20-yard line. That is textbook kickoff coverage for sure to start things off here in the second half of play. First and 10 for the Wildcats at their own 16-yard line. Just underway here in this third quarter is uh, Trammell in the shotgun. Been all the way at quarterback. Gives to Everly around the left side. He's looking for room. He's got it. He's broke through. He's got no one in front of him. And finally bringing him down, chasing him down, is Quan Sims all the way into to the 42-yard line. Goodness gracious, Lewis, you can't let that that play take place. Yeah, terrible start for Columbia on defense. I mean, where were right we? there at the line of scrimmage. He breaks through two or three missed tackles, and then he's off to the races. Hope, thankfully, uh, Quan Sims is able to well, There's a ball on the ground, and Trammell just has to fall on it. A high snap, a bad snap. Looks like he was going to go to, to uh, Everly again, but... Uh, he, he's fortunate that he got back on and covered that ball. Loss of five on the play, and maybe even six. And that center quarterback exchange has been a factor all night. That seems like every single snap uh, is, is kind of a, a, a ball that Tremley has to jump up and grab. Uh, that time it finally uh, went in favor of the Lions right there, got away from them. Luckily for Lawrence County right there, they, they are, they're able to, to fall back on it after their longest play from scrimmage all night. Yeah, got a break there. So Columbia's got to take advantage of this second and long, second and 16, as another high snap goes to Clayton this time around the left side, and he's going to be met just after a short game, maybe a yard, yard and a half on the play, goes uh, Clayton for the Wildcats, covering over there, Autry Smith in on the play, Cam Bratton, a whole bunch of Lions there on that right side of their defense. Everly is the main back, and he's the power back. He's obviously the bigger guy as well, probably has – uh, five or six inches on Clayton, but Clayton is the speed guy. And he, he, Clayton is tiny, but he's really, really shifty. That time, a good job by the Columbia defense to corral him as he made a couple of moves at the line of scrimmage and tried to bump it outside, but Columbia didn't fall for it. Third and 14. Here's Trammell looking to throw. Got time. Holy. Now he's going to throw it to his short back out of the good outfield. Tackle. And no, a loss of yards. Malik Smith right there ready to make the tackle of two talks for the Wildcats. So that backs them way back, and they're bringing in their punt team. That was a heck of an open field tackle by Malik Smith right there on third down. As you see him read this right here, he's back there in coverage as a backer and uses his athletic abilities, runs right up to the line of scrimmage and makes the tackle right there on the up back. I think that, that was that wing back kind of tight end hybrid right there for Lawrence County. And Columbia gets off the field after a little scare right there from Everly on that on that really long run. Bird gets the snap to punt, punts it away, and Hager's not going to get a chance to return it as it goes out of bounds somewhere around the 23 or 24-yard line. Let's see what that where the ref marks that. 
He goes, and then he's going to come back. Going to mark it at the 21-yard line. So Columbia holds on this first possession here in the third quarter. Now they're on offense. Let's see if they can get something going, get 79 yards and a touchdown here. Yeah, really, really good recovery uh, from Columbia's defense on that opening possession. After uh, that first big play, right? And, that, and that's, that was, a, that's a really big momentum killer, that big play from Everly, the big run. Uh, and for them to come right back and on the next set of downs get a stop right there and give it back to their offense, that's huge. And here's Tice emptying the backfield, throws it quick pass out to Haggard. Haggard crosses the 30-yard line, a good pickup on first down as he's going to get eight to nine yards on that quick pass from Cason Tice to Justice Haggard. Haggard has been yeah, he's, he's been, been awesome. Five or six, seven catches tonight. That was a terrific misdirection play right there out of out of John Moore's playbook as Caden McCoy is on the right hip of Tice. He motions him, motions him out of the backfield to the left. They act like they're going to throw a screen over to that side, and they overload that side as well, and then go right back to the opposite side of the field uh, where Haggard is, and they're doing the same thing right here, and now they'll go to McCoy. He's a little quick pitch to McCoy, and there's a flag. Oh, there's a bad hit to McCoy as he gets knocked out of bounds, but he's back. That wasn't McCoy. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was? Okay. Yes. I saw number 10 come back in, but that's got to be a hold or block in the back or something on let's Columbia. See if we can, let's see if we can hear the call right here from, from these PA speakers, huh? Yeah. We'll try it. I don't know if this is going to work, but... Holding on Jaravius Hall. Kind of hear it, maybe, a little bit. Yeah, it's a little muffled, but <laughs> yeah, that's okay. But unfortunately, that backs the Lions up now to their own 20-yard line. It's going to be second and 11. And that was such a good play, too, as they ran the same formation and actually gave it to McCoy that time. Cason Tice looking to throw from the shotgun. Throws it long downfield across the middle, Frierson. and it's complete to Frierson, or did he drop it? He, he went through his arms oh. and hit the ground. He didn't oh, get it. Gone. I thought he, he had come it. Up with it. It's great effort. It was a little underthrown by Tice. He came back for it and kind of slipped right there at the logo on the 50 and made yep. a great attempt for the football. Just couldn't get back in time to make the grab. Yeah. Third and 11. As we're at 8 minutes and 11 seconds to go here in this third quarter, Columbia leading 10 to nothing. Need to convert here to keep the drive moving. Other than the stoppage of play uh, that we had in the first half, this game's gone by fairly quickly. Here's Tice in the shotgun, looking to throw. Looking to his right, moving to his right now. Got time to himself. Now he's going to get called, get caught from the back. And that's Everly, the running back, who also plays linebacker for the Wildcats, makes a great play. He closes that closing speed. He caught Tice from behind and puts him down, and now we've got a punt. Yeah, Tice has got the speed, and he's usually got the speed to outrun a linebacker in that situation and catch that sideline. But, you know, when your linebacker is, is also your star running back, it's a lot harder to do as Everly beat him to the corner. So here's Garcia. He's going to be punting from about his 11. First punt of the game, I think. Isn't it? I can't remember. There's a good snap. There's the punt. And it's not going to be a great punt. As it goes, and that's going to stay in Columbia territory, well into Columbia territory. Let's see where they, they mark. Uh, it's pretty far up there. Now he marks it at the 43. 
Columbia's 43-yard line is where what great field position for the Wildcats as they get their second possession here in this third quarter. Yeah, that's, that's better than I thought it would be. It looked like it went out of bounds not too much farther than where the first down marker was for Columbia on offense, but kind of a blessing right there. You get a little 10 yards extra. Uh, but the way Columbia's defense has been playing so far, you really, you're pretty still, you're still pretty comfortable in, in this situation. So Trammell, first and 10 from the Columbia 43-yard line, 7.20 to go here in the third quarter. The jet sweep to, to Newback getting the ball, and he's going to get racked up by Kim. Uh, Cam Bratton and Jason Barnett too, and Jason Barnett, Jason, right? Jason Barnett, Jason Barnett, Jason yes. Barnett. Then playing that Sam linebacker spot in place of Clanton tonight. Yeah. That Travius looking like he's, he's hurting a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Don't want to see that. Hopefully, just a just a little finger stinger or something like that. He was holding that hand. Pick up of a yard. We'll call it second and a long eight. For the Wildcats. Trammell all the way at quarterback. And he's going to hand off to Clayton up the middle. And that little running back made an impact as he went across the line of scrimmage right through the middle of the line of scrimmage. He's brought down by Jarabius Hall and Cam Bratton. But that guy. He ran over somebody. I, I mean, didn't think somebody that small could make a hit that big. He is 5'7", 148 is this Ian Clayton. Yeah, that's very generous, too. There's no way he's 5'7". Doesn't look like There's he's 148. No there's no way. I'd say maybe five three. So he picks up. He maybe picks up about three. Picks up three yards. It'll be third and five from the Columbia 38-yard line. Man, did he lay the wood on that play? My goodness. He ran one of our defensive linemen over. I don't know who it was. But. Play clock going down, but he gets the ball reverse and it's a pass. It's a flea flicker, and they've completed it to this same receiver that's hurt Columbia all night long. A reverse pass by the Wild, and that's the third pass that Gage Smith. I know that he's caught yeah. the Columbia defenders. He's caught every big pass that, that Lawrence County has had Dang. so far in this game. We'll see it again right here. Is it's a kind of a pitch backwards, a flea flicker type play, and then in quadruple coverage, even five people around him, but he's just in the perfect spot to make the grab on that ball right there. And quarterback on to throw that ball sure on, that, on that trick play. So here now in the red zone, the Wildcats at the Columbia 17. Hand off to Clayton on the left side, and he's been racks up by Barnett and a couple of other Lions that picked up in on the tackle, and it looks like there's a player hurt for the Wildcats. Rolling Manning in on that tackle as well. Holding that knee is that wing back, number 34 for Lawrence County. So a pickup of one on the play, so a good good play by the Columbia defense. But there is an injury, and we'll take an injury timeout. This is Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. 
Injured player heft off the field to the sideline for the Wildcats. Now a pitch and a stop of play here is a whistle. Not sure that's got to be a procedure on the Wildcats, hopefully. Offsides on the defense. Come wow. on. They must have been lined up. Yeah, probably right? lined up in the neutral zone there. Dang it. That gives them five so, free yards. Come on, on second and long. That's a bad Now it's third take. and short. Lumbee's got to get it together I mean, here. Excuse me, second and short. All the way now to the 11-yard line are the Wildcats. Threatening to score, kind of the deepest they've been in a while. Defense has got to step up right here and hopefully get another turnover like we got right here in the first half. There's the pitch to Everly. Around the Good left side tackle. and rolling Manning right there as he battled through a block and made the tackle on him, looks like, and he still made the tackle. Yeah, that was probably the defensive play of the night right there to this point. What an outstanding effort uh, from rolling. Manning as he makes a great play on the football right there. He had a try to get reach blocked, and he fought around it, actually, yeah. uh, and still made the tackle on the ball carrier right there. So really a, a, a loss of three on the play. Yeah, here's that play right there. Is you see Manning break through that, that block right there and make yeah. a get, grab the, the left leg of Everly and, and make a great play on the outside. Lost a couple yards on that play. Yeah, there's a whistle. Going to be a timeout for the Wildcats. An early timeout for them here in this second half. That's their first. They, they got two more. We'll take a quick timeout with them and tell you this is Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. And welcome back here Lawrence County High School. There's the Wildcats in Columbia Territory at the 15, facing a third and eight. Here's Trammell looking to throw, looking to the end zone. He throws over there and caught, passes caught. He was juggling it, though. He was juggling, I thought, as he yeah. caught that ball. There's no and they're going to call him, but he's still short. He's he still is. short. It's going to be a fourth and about three, I think, for his first down. That's four down territory, but he, I, right. he never had possession of that football until he was past the camera lady down there on the sideline. He looked like he was juggling the whole way. Sure did. He did get a foot in, but and you just got to oh, have he, one he, in high school, but he still looked like he was juggling that. And then so. that official was on the back side. Probably not the best view right there. Huge play for the Lion defense right here. Fourth and three. Columbia leading 10 to nothing. There's a high snap to Trammell looking to throw it in the end zone. A fade pass and throws it over everybody. Turnover on downs. Columbia holds. 
That is a huge, huge, biggest play of the game defensively so far for Columbia. Another example where Columbia's defense bends, and they bent a lot here in the, in the third quarter so far, but they do not break. You see a fourth down and three stop right there. You give it back to your offense. Granted, you're set up on the 10-yard line, and Columbia's going to have a hard time getting it out of this position uh, on the offensive side of things. But another opportunity for this offense and another opportunity given to this offense by the defense who has carried this football team all season. And they just showed it again right there. Outstanding. 2.55 to go as Case and Tice under center going to give to McCoy on the left side, on the right side. He breaks around the right side. He's got room. He's gone. He's gone. He has got one man to beat. He's now he's all alone at the midfield. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. Nobody's going to touch there are no flags. Caden McCoy, 90-yard touching lightning. Wow. Caden McCoy is incredible. And all set up by the Columbia defense getting a stop inside the red zone, giving it back to their offense, and blowing it up was that Columbia offensive line hit the outside. Caden broke a couple of tackles on the sideline and then took it all the way to the house. He even broke a couple of tackles out near the 40-yard line where the, where the third level of defenders was. My goodness. That, I hate to do this once again, but I think we already have our player of the game oh, yeah. tonight. I mean, he's, he's at 200. He's over 200 again. I mean. That's three or four games this year. Three games anyway, he's gone for 200. Uh, I know Coach Duncan isn't happy somehow. Somebody's always missing on this. Should team. Never, surely we, did we call a timeout? I'd take I, a penalty. I learned that the hard way. My my sophomore year, we're, we were playing a playoff game up at Beach, and I forgot to get on the kickoff return team oh, and actually got fired <laughs> from the kickoff return team that night. Um, Here's so. the call. Let's see. It's uh, It was freezing. What was the unsportsmanlike call on? What did he say? 86 is, I believe, the number. That's Tyler Huckabee, the long snapper. And yeah. uh, so now he's going to be a 40-yard so extra point blocked. attempt, and it's blocked. So get on that ball. Fall on it. Fall on it. So the score is going to remain 16 to nothing, but still. What a strike by Caden McCoy, a 90-yard touchdown run just like that right after the defense hold on first first down, and uh, Caden McCoy is we'll, just money. We'll run you through this 90-yard touchdown play once again as Caden goes to the outside on the right, breaks two more tackles at the 40-yard line, and once he hits the 50, Nobody. that is going to be a talk to you later. He's gone all and, uh, the way. Mr. Football MVP without a doubt. He might be a contender for Mr. Football this year if Mr. he keeps Football. playing like this. I mean, well, I mean, the guy's got to be averaging 150 to 175 yards a, a, a contest through five games. Uh, man, I would really wish we had stats to know his yeah. <laughs> his his total yardage. I guarantee you, it's already up towards the 800 850 range at this point season, through yeah. five games. Yeah. Five games, probably close to 800 yards. So with. Two minutes and 38 seconds to go here in this third quarter. Columbia on their first possession of the of the third quarter. Takes one play, goes 90 yards, and they're up now 16 to nothing. The extra point attempt blocked, so they, they're still still good. Two, still two possessions. 
uh, a game that would have helped to get it to a three, a third possession. But we're, we're still good. They just need to continue to play defense right here and get the ball back on offense. Thank you, defense. Need another great possession from those guys. This game is in no way over. Still a two-possession football game. We saw uh, that Lawrence County's got the ability offensively uh, to march down the field. Still a great stand right there inside the red zone by Columbia's defense, but uh, they just showed on that last possession. They can move the football. Here's Garcia's kick, and Short it's going to be received at the 22, and he's immediately hit. A great coverage there for the Lions by Tristan Richardson, the freshman I don't on know the why. kickoff coverage team. I don't know why they're calling for a flag. I didn't, see, I didn't see a fair catch. I didn't see a fair catch. The two either. guys ran into each other, you know, the two receivers. And then he just kind of stood there. Yeah. I don't understand. He that probably thought it was a, supposed to be a fair catch if he was to get the ball, I guess. He wasn't prepared to run it. So they'll get it first and 10 at their own 23-yard line. Two minutes, 34 seconds to go. Columbia leading 16 to nothing here in this Region 5-5A contest in Lawrenceburg. Another big opportunity for this defense to step up right here. Here's Trammell in the shotgun. Got Everly on his left hip. Two receivers to his left. Going to give to Everly this time around the right. He didn't have, He finally, he's still on his feet. Tackles and wow. finally gets knocked out of bounds after a good pickup after he was stopped at the line of scrimmage. He's not He's not super I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out why he's so good. But he, he is, is pretty good back. He's just he's, he's just very, very big, first of all, and he's really, really powerful. It takes three or four guys to take him down, you know. Uh, that was Malik Smith right there, our best open field tackler that went over his back right there. Uh, Everly kind of dipped his shoulder, and Malik just went right over him. Uh, and Everly goes forward and picks up the first down. Ten-yard carry for Everly. Here's Clayton he's, back in, too. Everly's had a good game. His helmet so came off on that last play. Here goes Clayton on the left side, and he's not going anywhere this time. Doravius Hall right there, Cam Bratton right there, and Autry Smith right there. Doravius Hall looking to get some relief from the sideline to come out. And here comes Savion Ferguson, who's missed a couple of games uh, with an injury, and he's finally back into the rotation here. He take out Dawson? Yeah, Kamarion just came out, and, okay. and Ferguson comes in. He's so, playing the, uh, the weak side defensive end spot. Him and Harden on that side. Hall and Bratton on the other side. And Smith up at the line. Second and nine. Trammell looking to throw deep. Ball gets tipped and it's intercepted right here at the 43 by Corbin Williams, I think. Yes, Corbin Williams gets it. It looked like the ball got tipped or something. I'm not sure well, what no, exactly no. happened. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Cam Bratton had spectacular pressure on the quarterback and laid him out Let's as he see. got rid of the football. We'll see it again right here as we get this thing opened up. About to see this uh, replay of that interception once again. Cam Bratton really caused that thing. Uh, and we'll see it right here as Bratton breaks through, lays a monster hit on the quarterback. And it affected that pass. And, and Williams Corbin. goes up right there and, and makes the grab. Great. Great turnover for the Columbia defense. Now Columbia, first and 10 at their own 42 with a minute 40 to go here in the third quarter, leading 16 to nothing. Handoff to McCoy on the right side. Breaks through the line of scrimmage. Six, seven yards up to midfield goes Caden McCoy once again. Give it to him officially at the 49-yard line, but that time great hole opened up right there on that right side 
of Liam Titus, the center. Uh, that side over there is Hildreth and uh, the sophomore, Isaiah Bishop over there on that side of that offensive line. And they opened it up very, very well, allowing McCoy to get past that first level. Uh, and then was tackled by an inside linebacker, but still picked up six on the play. Second and four. Give to McCoy on the left side this time. Stutter steps to the left. He's got his first down. He's still on his feet. Crosses midfield down to the 35 to the 34-yard line goes Caden McCoy approaching 240. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was, I was going to say right there, too, he's got to be over 200 yards. We go under yeah, a minute to play here in the third. I'm sure it's not maybe quite 240, but. Got to be over 200, It's, it's right? well over 200. I mean, I mean he's had a 90-yard, he's 60 had a 60-yard. So, I mean, and all and, the stuff I he's mean, had in between. Yeah, it's got to be, uh, you know, at least up there around 190. And here he is again. Fake to him this time. Tice is looking to throw. you got to get rid of that, Kaysen. Oh, he's going to take a bad, bad sack. Way back downfield. Cross. Back into Columbia territory. It's a 14-yard sack. Man. 14 yards. Back to the 49-yard line of, of Lawrence County. Goodness that gracious. That can't happen. You gotta, probably be the last play of the quarter, you too. you got to let that ball go. Got As to. the clock runs out here in this third quarter. But Columbia gets that touchdown, that 90-yard run from Caden McCoy to go up 16 to nothing. So, We've got one more quarter of action, one more quarter of play here in under the Friday night lights here in Lawrence County as Columbia leads 16 to nothing. This is Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash? Further than Chrysler Dodge probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family-owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Welcome back to Lawrence County High School for the final quarter of play ready to begin here in Lawrence County. Columbia leading 16 to nothing. Has the ball at the Wildcat 49-yard line, second and 25 for the Lions. Here's Case and Tice. Going to give to McCoy on the left side, and there's a flag. Immediately a flag. Stop the play. That's going to be some procedure, right? Probably a false start on Columbia, I would say. A jump, pre-snap jump right there. You would think. I didn't see it. I didn't either. They saw it. Backing them up five like we needed any more. It's second and 30 now. Now snap infraction. Uh, right here is uh, probably a little a little hiccup. You can, you can kind of jump a little early right there. You know, you're really into men uh, proceeding as your duties. Uh, as an offensive lineman, it's a hard thing to do. Here's Sice in the shotgun, throwing deep, looking for Jordan Davis. Oh or Justice. That's Jordan Davis That's on Davis. the far sideline. Did he catch it? Oh, my goodness. He called it incomplete. Oh, no. 
all the way down to the 20-yard line. It, of course, would have been a first down. They say it was uh, it fell incomplete. Looked like a. It really looked like he caught it. We we can't see that right that good no. on the replay, so we can't even play it. So it's going to be third and forever. Third and thirty. Wow. At the Columbia's 46-yard line. It really where the looked ball like is. Jordan Davis caught that. I don't know if he was juggling it. It came out really quickly on the sideline, but it really looked like he caught that football. So here's Tice looking to throw. He's got time. He's throwing it across the middle. It's intercepted at the 30, at the 40. Finally taken down now on the far sideline. Blindside block over here by Lawrence County. Flag on the play, going to honor a turn. Dadgummit. Liam Titus got hit on his back right there. It should, it's either going to be a block in the back or a blindside block right there. Just block in the back. After the interception, right? Yes. Obviously. Titus Titus got blown up on his blind side. Wow. So a turnover there for the Lions as they were facing kind of a insurmountable return. It's almost like a punt, you know, sometimes when you look at that, <laughs> that that could be looked at as a as a punt on third down. A so punt that didn't even make it to the to the first down sticks. Well, that's in but still in their territory at the thirty five is where with, with the penalty. They got it at their own 35 is where the Wildcats will take over with 11.41 to go here in this ball game. They're trailing 16 to nothing to your Columbia Central Lions. For Central standards, this is pretty good field possession for this defense. Let's get another turnover here. Oh, there's a high snap, and there's the ball on the ground. And the ball is still free, and Trammell finally falls on it after losing 11 yards on the play as (laughs) – that's the third or fourth time that ball's gone over his head. That was uh, about the same distance as, as the sack that, well, a little bit shorter, but, uh, you know, the same the sack that, that Casey Tice took. It's not a good uh, play right there from Lawrence County's offense, but uh, Columbia will take that. You'll lose yes. 11 yards on, on first down. That yep. sets you up for success for sure. Yeah, and you know they're throwing. So let's, let's pick this ball off, sack the quarterback, tip the ball, get your hands up, defensive line. And there's the quarterback throwing a quick out to the dropped that it. ball's dropped, dropped incomplete. Had to stop the clock. It's third and 21 now for the Wildcats. I mean, it's no third and 30 like Columbia just had, but it's still a, a tall task for an offense. I don't, I don't, you know, do you do you really even want to put it in harm's way? Columbia had the field I, position on their side. Do you really want to but, throw it to the sticks right here? But, but you're 16 really, down. So. I, yeah, that is true. You've, you've got to you've got to try to make a play here. Trey's going to interception and that'll set Columbia up in a very very good field position. Here's Trammell, rolling to his left. He's going to go down in a quarterback sack. Who is that, Mister Altry Smith? What a play! What a play by Altry Smith. Just broke side of the line and untouched to his uh, on the quarterback another seven or eight yard loss as uh, Wildcats will bring in their punt team. And you'll see it right here. Autry uh, comes on a, on a on that right side blitz. He comes up to the line of scrimmage and nice side hit on, on nice. Everly. That's Trimble, the quarterback right there. That's what a play, play you dream of, right? Yeah, it sure is. Uh, open look at the quarterback. And he's, he's got to be careful. He kind of did that like dog crawl over the quarterback. And unfortunately, <laughs> that might be due to the fact that he's a Georgia fan, which is kind of disappointing to us, I know. But 
There's the punt, and we're going to have good. Oh, that's that's got to. He didn't give him much that's time to get that ball, did he? That's got to be kick catch interference. They didn't call anything. Justice, no, that's uh, Corbin Williams. Who that's got to be kick catch interference. Was that Williams or was that Haggard that called that Haggard. ball? It's okay. There was no call, but great field position for the Lions here with 10 minutes and 8 seconds to go in the ball game or in the fourth quarter. They're leading 16 to nothing with a first and 10 at the Wildcat 43-yard line. I believe you've got to give one yard of space uh, to catch that, that football off of the punt or the kickoff. I would think. I'm saying McCoy's going to get to touch this ball. No. Burton Moore is He's going to throw it. And there's a, yeah, a pass, a and there's a flag. He completes it to Jordan Davis, who picks up 20 on the play. Burton Moore to Jordan Davis immediately on that first and 10 play, but it's going to be all for naught as uh, holding is going to be the call on Columbia. I just don't understand how there can be a hold at the snap of the football. Um, I mean that was a pretty. I mean that's almost that was almost like a like a false start or an offside. Threw it that quick. Threw it right at the snap of the ball. I don't understand that. Now first and twenty, as Burton Moore enters the game now at quarterback for the Lions. Burton Moore, the six-one, one-ninety-five sophomore. He's in the shotgun. Caden McCoy. Hands to him up the middle. McCoy breaks through the line of scrimmage. Gets the 10 yards back and 11 yards he picks up on that run. We know he's got to be approaching 240 now at least. I'd say 250 or more. Wow. Where's Chris Yao when you need him? So now second and nine as the clock will continue to run, and Columbia is going to be looking to run a lot of this clock, hopefully here in this fourth quarter as uh, it's running now at nine minutes and 15 seconds to go here as they have a second and nine at the Wildcat 42-yard line. That's probably the goal right now. Here's Moore in the shotgun, looking to throw quick out to Jordan Davis on the left Stay side. Complete. Stay in bounds. D- Davis gets the first down and then some. Still on his feet. He's at the 25. He's at the 20. Still on his feet. Still looking for room. Still on his feet. Finally gets took, taken down as he just jukes the left and right, and he was going left and right, and he gets it inside the red zone down to the 18-yard line goes have, Jordan Davis. He might have broken 11 tackles right here as he gets past the sticks. You got it. Cuts it back inside. Breaks another tackle, another one right there. Jukes out two guys, then still that. breaks forward as Incredible. You know, the rest of the guys get up to him. But my goodness, what what an athletic play from Jordan, who's uh, you know going to being recruited as a, as a cornerback, but still has that huge impact on the offensive side. Wow, there's an injured player for the Wildcats, and uh, what a play by Jordan Davis, the catch from Burton Moore. We'll take a quick timeout and be right back with. Eight minutes, 53 seconds to go. Columbia leading 16 to nothing. We'll be right back. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. 
Welcome back to Lawrence County High School. Kate Brown for the Wildcats. Uh, makes it off the sideline on his own, own power, so glad he's not hurt too bad here. Here's Burton Moore now, first and ten, and he's a busted play, and he's just barely going to get back. I guess he gets back to the line of scrimmage, to the 17-yard line, to the 16. He gets it, Actually, they're going to give him a yard on the play. I don't think it was busted. I think that was designed to fake up the middle to Caden. Uh, and he had okay. two wide receivers out there, Haggard and, and Frierson, both ran routes over here to the right side. I think he was going to bootleg out to his right side uh, and try to get a pass off there on um, on second down. But second and nine, somebody right there on the edge. Second and nine from the 16. Burton Moore under center now. Gives to McCoy on the right side. He breaks through the line of scrimmage. Still on his feet. Jukes out one man. He's going to go into the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia. Boom. <laughs> Lewis, that's gonna, that's gonna shut the door yeah, for that might, that the Wildcats. That might do it. Uh, uh, that puts us up to 22 now. An- another unbelievable run from Caden. I mean, the guy's got to be a Mr. Football finalist at this point. Probably 850 yards two? on the season right here. Um, they're just they're gonna kick it. It's it's Woody out there. Yeah. Got a hold for the PAT from Garcia. We'll see this touchdown again in just a second. Mm. That might have been a dagger. 16-yard run. Touchdown run, another touchdown run by Caden McCoy. There's no telling how many touchdowns he's got on the year. We should have that. There's a high snap, Garcia kick, and it is good. So now a new score with eight minutes and three seconds to go here in this fourth quarter of play in Lawrence County. Columbia 23, Lawrence County 0. And here's the play once again as Caden takes the handoff on the right side, cuts it back to the left, breaks a tackle, makes one more juke at about the five-yard line, and then takes it in and hits just the inside of that pylon as Columbia goes up 23 to nothing. Looks like we got an injured player too. And we'll take a quick timeout as we're telling you Columbia now 23 to nothing over Lawrence County. We'll be right back right after this. There is peace of mind in knowing that screenings can detect many health issues before they become serious. At Murray Regional Health, we offer a range of imaging screenings to help you and your physician monitor your health and identify potential issues, such as stones, cancers, and conditions that could lead to heart attack and stroke. These screenings include several exams that can be scheduled directly without a physician's order. Don't delay important screenings. Visit murrayregional.com today to learn more or call 380-4044 to schedule your screening. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Zach Cole injured for the Lions on that last play, but he's up, up on his own power and makes it to the sideline. Hope he's going to be okay. Yeah, a very, very integral part of that Columbia Central offensive line. Uh, a starter last year, now a senior this year. Number 65, Zach Cole, a great offensive player, an offensive weapon, really, uh, for that central offensive line. Opens up a lot of holes for Caden McCoy at that right guard spot, the left guard spot, excuse me, and um, hope he's all right. Looking at that knee area, it's always scary. but No doubt, no doubt. That was on the extra point 
uh, uh, was good for the Lions as they go up 23 to nothing now over the Lawrence County Wildcats. Again, a good crowd down from Columbia. Over on the far side line, the, the stands are full. The, the stands are full on the home side. A great crowd, great night for football under the lights. On it's quick ball to go contest, and it's only a little after 9 o'clock. We've only been going for about uh, a little over two hours here. So here's Garcia to kick from his 40, and there's kick. A high kick going to be taken at the 20, and he's going to go down at the 31. So that's where the Wildcats will take over first and 10 with seven minutes, 56 seconds to go here in this ballgame. It's uh, probably uh, the possession here for, for Columbia's defense. If they, if they force a quick possession right here from Lawrence County and get the ball back, probably four down territory for Lawrence County anywhere on the field at this point. Um, if they can get this ball back, especially on this side, plus territory for Columbia's offense, that'll probably be all she writes tonight. All right, so here we go. Defense needs another big stop right here and run some clock. Miss Trammell under, under center at quarterback. He's throwing. Are attempting to throw, being pressured. Cam Bratton's got there. him, and he couldn't quite get a hold. That ball was tipped. Jaravius Hall got a tip on that ball, so incomplete. Cam Bratton forced him out of the pocket and almost had a sack, and there's a flag. That's going to be holding. Yeah, we'll see. Bratton got there. Uh, after, got back there pretty quickly. After Bratton, he's – oh, a legal block. block. Yes. I believe oh, that's on – the, on the Lions? What? Are you serious? A chop block on the Lions. Are you kidding me? What is that? Um, it, it, that's, I don't think that's called a chop block, first of all. And you can you can dive and fall to your feet and clog the hole as as a defensive lineman. That's what? a defensive line technique. I mean, come on. You, if, you, if you're being double that? teamed especially, you fall down what in the is hole that? and clog the hole up. Wow. That's ridiculous. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard that before. A great play from the defense. Wow. And that's like a 20-yard turnaround here. It's a 15-yarder. I know, but it's from where he had him, goodness gracious. All the way up now, first and 10 for the Wildcats at their own 46-yard line. There's another whistle. They're going to call – Columbia's going to call timeout. They want to – they want to talk they want to, to, talk the, to yeah. the referees about this. Or I'm not sure what. Now the referees are unsure where the ball is supposed to be. Now they're giving them even more. What whoa, is this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? What just happened? Another 15, two 15 yards. He's going more than that. I mean, what is that? I mean, are where we feel, is the are we call? Feeling? Let's listen to this call. Where is this call? Here he goes. Are we feeling bad for these guys right now? What's going on? So two back-to-back 15-yard yeah, penalties. He didn't give a call, did he? He did not. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what happened. Now, look, I mean, my gosh. Inside the 30 40. yards. That's a joke. In two penalties. Here's Trammell looking to throw all the way downfield. Pick it off. Pick it off. And good, good defense. defense by Williams. 
incomplete. That will stop the clock, seven minutes and 40 seconds. I've never seen anything like that. I don't understand what happened, but now it's second and ten from the Columbia 38-yard line. Hopefully we can get a a better explanation from these coaches uh, at a later date. I don't think they know. Yeah. So, goodness gracious. But surely they'll get an explanation at some point. (laughs) Somebody needs to explain what happened. Here's a quick pass from Trammell. Great play by Autry Smith. He knocked that ball down and could have almost intercepted. What a play. Autry is probably the most athletic linebacker, uh, you know, in in this region for sure, maybe in the state. He's, you know, not a huge guy playing that outside linebacker spot, but he makes a great break on the ball of the sideline right here, um, as you see right here on the replay, and and just tips that thing out of play. Great play play. by him. It's now third and ten at the 38. Trammell looking to throw on the outside. He's got the out pass and a complete seven, eight-yard pickup. It'll be fourth and short for the Wildcats as the clock still continues to move because he was tackled in bounds. Seven minutes, 20 seconds and counting here in uh, this fourth quarter. Yeah, Columbia is, uh, leading 23 to nothing. Columbia can get a stop right here. I know it's fourth and short. About, fourth uh, and two. It's, it's, a, it's a long two to go uh, right here. Probably looks like closer to three, but um, this will put the nail in the coffin right here for Columbia if they can turn this thing over right here. Another big defensive play right here. Let's see what we got. Trammell under center. Everly in the backfield with Clayton. Yeah, he lost a yard. Yeah, he lost yardage, and that's going to be declined. That's a makeup call. <laughs> what was the call? No, they haven't. They haven't called it yet. There comes the call. Holding. Holding. Decline. Turnover on downs. Columbia gets the ball back. First and 10 from their own line with six minutes, 43 seconds. Yeah, that, that could probably do it here tonight. More coming in. Uh, probably going to get the win here. That's going to be something to look at for the rest of the season. There have been some questions uh, around the team regarding uh, quarterback playing Cason Tyson. In my opinion, he's played pretty well. He's made a couple of bad decisions tonight. Moore keeping it himself. Got five, six, seven. Still on his feet. And all the way up to the the 42-yard line. They're going to call him down at the 44. Yeah, he definitely was down. It picks up 14. So that's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens in practice next week. It's... You know, that's that's a lot more heat on Case and Tice. He's you know, he's probably gonna go into the next week at practice still being the number one guy. Um, but the heat is gonna be turned up a little bit more in practice next week. And it'll be interesting to see who comes out first next week at Tullahoma. Kinda like we're gonna see tomorrow night with the balls, right? If our boy Milton can can hold true and do that and then Tannehill Same on thing Sunday, with right? Titans, yes. <laughs> we are on balls radio, so yeah. Any Alabama fans? That Here's Burt Moore. Oh, no, he drops the snap, and he's just going to try to get what he can. He's going to lose a yard after all of that, but he, he drops the snap, uh, the shotgun snap, and picks it back up to try to 
make what he can. And is that an injured player? No, he's he going to get up. Back up. It looks like he took his eye off of the ball for just a second right there at the snap, kind of anticipating it. That's kind of something uh, once you do it a few times, you kind of stop thinking about it a little bit, especially as a quarterback. It becomes so natural that you look away for a second, you end up dropping the football right there. It was a clean snap from Titus. Just a, just a drop drop snap right there from, from Burton Moore, something we can't have. And now uh, kind of risking a delay a game as we're about to go under five seconds on the play clock, just getting lined up. Two, one. Got it. Handoff to Sparks as he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Maybe a little half yard past that, so it's going to be third and long as the clock now under five minutes and counting here in Lawrence County. Richard spotted at the 44. Richard Powers comes in the ball game. Looks like they're getting some some two guys, uh, some number two guys coming into the ball game right now. McCoy's well, on the sideline with his helmet off. And that's good. Yeah, that's, it is. They, they, need some, they need some time here. Still it's a big 23. play right here. I mean, they're up 23 with approaching four minutes to go. If you're Lawrence County, you're still thinking you've got a shot. You want to get this ball back right here. Third and ten. Barton Moore pass out to the outside incomplete as he was trying to reach Tylee Davis. He's the one that did the back handspring coming out of the, out of the tunnel to start okay. the ball game. So we know he's got some moves. And here comes the punt, yeah. punt team. Yeah, is that clock? Well, that stops on the yeah. incomplete. It sure does. 427 to go as uh, Garcia will line up to punt the ball back to the Wildcats. Give them a little life left. What's the call? Decline penalty. On Columbia again? Yeah, it it was. It it was a legal shift, I believe. But I don't know if it's the field coloring here or something. You can't see the flags when they hit the field. No. It's unreal. Here's the snap to Garcia. He mishandled it at first. Gets a good punt away. It's going to get a good roll. roll. It's going to go out of bounds at the 16. So that'll be first and 10 for the Wildcats with four minutes and 16 seconds to go. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. And welcome back to Lawrence County High School. Another high bad snap, a new quarterback, and Columbia is going to get the ball at the 12-yard line, the 11-yard line. Kamarion Dawson comes up with a fumble at the 11-yard line, and Columbia is going to have an opportunity to add to this lead right here. And that was uh, that was a new quarterback in for uh, the Wildcats as they were putting in some of their number two players as well to get some playing time to experience. Unfortunate for them as uh, they fumble the ball back to the Lions in the red zone with four minutes and ten seconds to go. Columbia could just run a whole lot of clock here. Definitely a point of emphasis this week for Lawrence County is going to be the quarterback center exchange. Now there's confusion. Play clock going down. Burton Moore now under center. Gets the snap. Hands it to Sparks. On the left side. Got room. He's a 
approaching the end zone. The two, but no indication yeah, from the. And there's down. another injured player for the Wildcats. Sparks is a hard right there, though. So there's a, another injured player for the Wildcats as uh, play stopped at three minutes and 52 seconds. And we'll take an injury timeout with them and tell you this is Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all made every day. Show up, stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. This is WKRM 103.7 FM and 1340 AM, the home for the Columbia Central Lions for the past 75 years. Welcome back to Lawrence County High School. Second and one handoff. Oh, the ball is being juggled and, and barely, he barely gets that exchange as, uh, as Sparks gets the ball, and I believe he's going to get the first down. He was, he's close to picking it up. I believe he did. But they're calling him. Coach they calling him short? Coach Moore is uh, telling the sideline to get in another running back. And, as Sparks was juggling that thing all the way through that carry, she really should have fumbled it. Third and one at the three. Give to Sparks again. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Kasten Sparks. Yeah, good, good opportunity for Sparks. Uh, a young player for, for Columbia's offense and gets an opportunity to score a touchdown. Uh, kind of a, you know, definitely a, a, kind of a meaningless touchdown, but to him probably means the world. Oh, yeah. I As mean, he gets the score, probably I think that's his first varsity touchdown um, of his career. So congratulations to Sparks right there. Yep, and Garcia on for the extra point. Hunter Woody gets the snap. Then there's the uh, stop in play before they get the kick. Another penalty. Coach Moore was really upset about all, all the penalty. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, whether they got to clean them up. I don't know. Got to clean them up. Some of them could be. Incredible. <laughs> that was a defensive penalty. Yeah, it was. Wow. Okay. Well, they'll get a chance again for the extra point score right now with three minutes and 11 seconds to go in the ball game. 29 to nothing. And now Columbia takes a timeout on the extra point here. What in the world? Yeah, that's, but, you know, uh, that's an interesting maybe, call right there. Maybe, I don't know. So we'll, we'll go ahead and look at this Kasten Sparks yeah. first career touchdown for Giggles. Hmm. As he rolls into the end zone there. A good run, good run, good three-yard run, touchdown. Older teammate K.J. Frierson coming in there to uh, give him props for that one. Sophomore 5'8", 168 is Kasten Sparks. And given Caden McCoy much-needed rest, a fantastic night. And obviously, Lewis, uh, our player of the game, is going to no doubt needs to be Caden McCoy, right, yeah, one more yeah, time? Absolutely. Uh, but um, 
Wish we had his official stats. I'm sure those, those will be posted to those graphics that you see on Facebook at a, at a later time. Um, but yeah, McCoy has just been terrific. But at the same time, Kasten Sparks is, it's not like he's just coming in in garbage time to, to run the football. He's been a solid running back yeah. uh, on, on downs where McCoy gets gashed and has to go out. He's been very, very solid um, the whole season, really, in place so of McCoy. They're going for, for two here. Not sure what that means or, or why, but Columbia's going for two. Maybe to make up for that. And there's the, the to Casey Sparks. Sparks. He gets into the end zone for the two-point conversion, and that'll make the score 31 to nothing with three minutes and 11 seconds to go here in this ball game. And it's going to be a great victory for the Lions as they'll get their first win in the region to go one and one. And uh, so will Lawrence County will fall to one and one. So a much needed victory. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you go to three and two on the year going into the back stretch of the season. That's a huge, huge confidence boosting victory here tonight in Lawrenceburg for these Lions. What would you do if you ran out of food to feed your family? That's the reality for hundreds of families here in Middle Tennessee, and you can help change that. Front Porch Radio is partnering with the Well Outreach to help feed as many families in need as we can as for little as $30. Special live broadcast on September 26th and 27th on Front Porch Radio as we provide hope for the hungry. Or you can give right now to help a family in need by logging on to FrontPorchRadioTN.com. Columbia with a huge victory tonight in Lawrenceburg. And now it's just all about how fast can we run these last three minutes off the clock and get out of here without anything else bad happening. Hopefully it runs off pretty quick. These last two minutes have gone by like an eternity. <laughs> We covered about two minutes in about 20 minutes. I still don't know why we didn't kick an extra point. But I don't either. We'll find out. There's the kick. It's going to go out of bounds from Garcia. I still don't see the flag. But yeah, no, no, I do see the flag. So they'll get it on their own 35-yard line, the Wildcats, as they'll bring in a lot of their substitutions as well to get some playing time here. And you would expect the same uh, as far as our defense. And that's what it looks like is happening. As uh, There's a couple of guys still in there from, from the one group. and Really? No. They were out there. Okay. Smith and, and Haggard were out there, and they, they just got taken out. out. They, they just got taken out. They didn't want to come out, right? You, you don't really want to come out. No. Especially if you're winning. and. But at the same time, you understand. You, yeah. you know, you got friends out there that, that want to get in there as well. These younger guys that these guys are kind of mentors to. Handoff up the middle, getting stacked up right here at the line of scrimmage for the Wildcats as uh, a great uh, effort on the, the line, the defensive front line there for the Lions as they make a stop on the play. Two-yard pickup. It'll be second and eight for the Wildcats. Two minutes and 40 seconds to go here in this ballgame. Savion Ferguson and then Caleb Clanton still in there on, on defense playing those opposite defensive end spots. Those are really the only two guys that are still in there from, from those starting groups. Hunter Woody back at safety as well. Handoff along the left side and another stop by the Columbia defense after a two-yard pickup. 
up to the 40-yard line goes the Wildcats. It'll be third and about six to go for their first down as the clock now approaching two minutes to go in this ball game. Columbia leading 31 to nothing. And, and, you know, that score seems lopsided, but it really hasn't been very... It doesn't seem like that, Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lopsided kind of game. It seemed pretty evenly matched. It's it's really just been the Caden McCoy show and and the the Columbia defensive show. Ten to nothing at halftime and now 31 to nothing. But a shutout so far. You know, it's a great effort on the Columbia defense. It's a big thing to hang your hat on if if you're the Columbia defense. Toss sweep for the Wildcats, and it's going to make it fourth down as uh, Columbia defense holds there. Surely they'll probably go for it. Yeah. Might as well. More than likely. As it's going to – now we're at 120 to go and counting in this ball game. In quarterback, Kale Scott, a freshman, 5'10", 155 for the Wildcats. And, you know, he's a, all these guys are really enjoying this playing time right now. I remember oh, yeah. being a freshman and getting in on these varsity games. It's it's a big deal no matter what the score is. There's a handoff, and they're going to hold him or no? He might have picked yeah, up the first down. It's right there at that, at that line I'd, of game. I'd probably give it to him. Under yeah. a minute to go. They, they weighed the clock to stop, but <laughs> they never stopped it. No, and they, they do get the Running first clock. down, and that's good. So Columbia going to improve to three and two on the year with a big, another big battle looming on the road next week at Tullahoma. Not sure what their scores were tonight. Uh, Huge game next week. Trouble getting any kind of internet connection up here in this press box, so I'm not able to see any scores of interest as uh, Columbia spreads out the play, and that is going to be the last play of the game here in Lawrence County. Columbia is going to improve to three and two on the year and even better, they're going to be one and one in region 5-5A. Great game for the Columbia Central Lions as they come to Lawrenceburg and take care of business along with Caden McCoy. So we'll take a quick timeout and we'll be back to wrap things up here from Lawrence County High School where your Columbia Central Lions are victorious 31 to nothing over Lawrence County. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. 
Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Welcome back to Lawrence County High School, where your Columbia Central Lions are victorious over the Lawrence County Wildcats, 31 to nothing. Yeah, and uh, you know, like we were talking about, you know, we had a lot of downtime there at the end of that ball game, and we're going to hear from Tredarius Goff here in a second as well. And um, just an outstanding victory for Columbia on the road here today is. Uh, they get it done here in Lawrenceburg, 31 to nothing, like you just mentioned. And, you know, I, I don't think it was a very uh, hard decision to make. We, we got some messages as well. Malik Smith had another outstanding game himself. You know, on, on any other team, he's probably the player of the game. But, I mean, Caden McCoy probably had 300 yards tonight. Yeah. He and probably, three I mean, touchdowns. And three touchdowns as well. And, that's why uh, Caden McCoy is the Caring Hearts Home Health Care of Columbia player of the game tonight. Caring Hearts Home Health Care is sponsoring the player of the game all season this year for WKRM. Um, and we, we can go through some highlights here in a minute. But for the time being, uh, for the time being, uh, we're going to go down to the field real quick and hear from Mr. Clayton Harris in just one second. He caught up with Tredarius Goff, who's down there speaking to his team right now. Uh, they just got they just got down there, huddled up around their own end zone. Um, so here is Clayton Harris with Coach Goff after the victory tonight. Now joined by head coach Tredarius Golf, your team a 31 to nothing winner tonight. And coach, uh, you're up 10 nothing at the half, but you made some adjustments at halftime. Came out and uh, took took this one to the house. Yeah, we we went in at halftime, made some adjustments. Uh, coaches got together, seen some things that we possibly could could execute on, and, and we were able to do it the second half. You know, uh, we still got to clean up special teams and penalties. Um, we started off slow, but we we picked it up as we go. When as the game went on. Um, I'm proud of these guys for fighting through adversity and finish. Well, you got a tough one next week as you go on the road to Tullahoma as you're in the middle of region play. I know there's going to be a lot to work before next week. Uh, yes, it is, man. Tullahoma's always a tough team to play, so we look forward to the challenge. Good luck, Coach. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah, another word from Coach Goff is once again the Lions get it done 31 to nothing on the road here in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. And uh, – just, just an outstanding victory. It was. It really was. And here's some scores of interest. Uh, Shelbyville beats Wilson Central 42-8. to So that's surprising. And then uh, Tallahoma, that next opponent, they all over Lincoln County, 39-14. to Mount Pleasant, that was the game of the week on 101.7 WKOM. They won 46 to nothing over Summertown, Marshall County all over White House 53 to 14. 
Uh, thought I saw another score. Spring Hill gets a victory tonight at James Lawson, 27-14. to That'll be a team that uh, Columbia will face later in the season in, in uh, at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. So, uh that's and there's another score. Let's see, Dixon County gets a win, uh, improved to three and two. They beat Kirkwood forty-two to twelve. So, good did night for that? football. Yeah, it sure was. Did you get that? Uh, did we get that Tullahoma score? They did. They won uh, over Lincoln County, thirty. Where did I see that? Thirty-nine to twelve, I believe it was. Yeah, thirty-nine to fourteen. Tullahoma improves to three and two, and uh, they get that they get their win in the region five five A as well to uh, to go one and one. Same as Columbia. That's going to be a, a great matchup next Friday night in Tullahoma for sure. Absolutely. Uh, once again, Columbia gets it done here, thirty-one to nothing, um, and. Uh, yeah, like like we said, Caden uh, McCoy, obviously, uh, the Caring Hearts Home Health Care of Columbia player of the game tonight. If you're still tuned in on this Facebook live stream, we're going to go through a couple of plays uh, here for you as uh, the Lions get it done tonight in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Here's one of the first plays of the game, actually, or one of the early plays of the game is Caden McCoy takes it about 60 yards to the crib. Uh, a great play right there from him. And uh, we've also got some defensive plays as well to show you is uh, just a just a very very good you know you could you could name the defense uh, as a whole the player of this game. Yeah. Um, so many guys made an impact. Malik Smith leading that group, obviously. Uh, Autry Smith, another great night uh, from the defensive line as well as those linebackers had an interception on the night as well today. Um, just just an outstanding night of football for these Columbia Lions. Um, as we see an, another couple of plays right here, uh, as uh, this is another run from McCoy as he breaks through that line of scrimmage. We'll speed it up right here as he breaks another one. And we, that was the one we looked at. Didn't really quite know if he had uh, touched that out-of-bounds line. But yeah. uh, just just an unbelievable effort as a whole from this Columbia team tonight uh, as they get it done here. As Coach Goff said, it's you know, slow to get started, but then will they really – they, they took care of business for sure. They sure did. We'll, we'll play a couple more right I hope here. Hopefully, folks are able to still see this. They are. Yeah, we're still yeah. live on 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 all our on all our platforms right here. I believe this is the interception right here. Is or no? This is a great play from Malik Smith as he comes up and, and makes the tackle right there. Uh, yep. On the the defensive side of things, and uh, we can show one more. Let's go to this one right here. Is uh, another defensive play? Is a well. We'll actually go one more after this because that was actually a, a bad play for the Columbia well, side, um, but probably one that we should be that we should be looking at as coaches um, will be for sure. Absolutely, that one will show that up on film for sure. And here is, I believe, lose play of the game. I guess we'll we'll name it that as, right. as McCoy breaks it to the outside, starting on the ten yard line after after the Columbia defense set him up in great field position. Uh, he breaks four or five tackles on his way for the ninety yard score to really set Columbia apart and pull away in this one. And uh, that's going to do it for me. Columbia, an outstanding victory, confidence builder going into the back stretch of the season. And they're going to need a, a, an even better week of preparation, practice, and, and teamwork and brotherhood this week to get ready for a really good Tullahoma team. That's always a great rivalry. Um, we'll be down there. We'll be live streaming. We'll be on the radio just like this week. And um, hopefully 
Lions come out of there with a victory. But Caden McCoy, once again, play of the game on that 90-yard touchdown, and he's the Caring Hearts Home Health Care of Columbia player of the game tonight. Lewis, great broadcast. Uh, appreciate your work on the, on all the the efforts that you do here to, to make the broadcast and to show all the, the video stream as well. And we just thank everybody, all of our sponsors, and appreciate all of you all listening. We've heard from some folks from all over in Columbia and in Fayetteville are listening and, and uh, just appreciate everybody. So that's going to wrap it up here from Lawrence County High School where your final score is Columbia 31, Lawrence County nothing. For Lewis Maddox, I'm Lee Maddox, and we appreciate you listening and to our sponsors. Join us again next Friday night as the Lions will host, or excuse me, Lions will be on the road at Tullahoma in a Region 5-5A matchup. We'll have the broadcast beginning around 645 right here on Front Porch Sports Radio. Good night from Lawrence County High School.